Now you are listening to um, NWO podcast. <laughs> better ingredients, better pizza, Recipe. better niggas. Ladies and gents, niggas and niggas, this is the NWO podcast coming to you live and directly. We typically love to do each and every week with the niggas that you love to hate. It's in the name. We some niggas. We're the players. We some niggas. We're the players. We some niggas. We're the players. We're the players. We're the players. Nigga, what a pain, nigga, what a pain, nigga. Nigga, what a pain, nigga, what a pain, nigga. Nigga, what a pain, nigga, what a pain, nigga. Nigga, what a pain, nigga, what a pain, nigga. Bitch, you need a pain, come and get them from these niggas. Bitch, you need a pain, come and get them from these niggas. Bitch, you need a pain, come and get them from these niggas. Get them from these niggas. Get them from these niggas. Me, Benny, and Ricky. Hey, real shit, we not iffy. You already know what we are. Brought back my brother Hassan. Fuck the police in the feds. In the cup, my nigga Ted. And we gon' do it like no other. Sue Whoop from the top is Chris Young, brother. Wine oh, shit oh, I'm finna find this shit About to take my time and shit Touch everything else but mine and shit Hennessy and guava Fuck your baby father How to do some lava Trickin' on that maca Powder Powder Listen Peace, peace, back family We back at it again Welcome in all my enemies and friends We gon' talk about some real shit, you hear me? Hey, all black niggas don't fear me I just, I'm reaching You fuck niggas, I'm teaching We real niggas, ain't no bleaching When I put my hand, ain't no reaching Okay, I'm fucking done, I'm fucking done Well done, plus. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, shit. Got the real deals today. <laughs> niggas and niggas, welcome back. This is the NWO Podcast coming to you raw, live, and direct from the Vegetarian Delight Juice Bar, a.k.a. the Vegan Trap House, with my brothers in buffoonery. And I'm in the laps of esteemed arrogance <laughs> with plus. Yo. Ricky the Prince. Yo. The vegan Trap Lord. And we have a very, very special return guest. He is the man who is trying to heal all of my brothers and sisters of crackatosis. I am talking about Brother Hassan. Welcome back. Peace, peace, black family. Welcome Welcome back. back. Welcome back. Thank you for having me back. Now, Hassan, last time you were on, you told us that no show you've ever been invited on (laughs) has invited you back. Little piece of black history, guys. Hey, clap it up for the niggas. Definitely. Black history. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Let's make some noise for that. Uh, they hold true to their word. The <laughs> weed is bubbling. Yes. Alcohol yes, is being flowing. It's blowing. <coughs> the land of milk and honey. Everybody, how we feeling? We feeling good? <laughs> feeling great. <laughs> you look like you're dying. Oh, let's get to it. Um, Chris, what you do this weekend, brother? 
Oh, uh, man. You guys want to know that uh, soccer season is back around. So we rounded the boys up. We're going uh, 10 and under, I believe. Nice, U- man. U10 this year. So oh, You coaching dope. again this year? Oh, yeah. That's dope, man. Dope. So listen out for the updates. Can you we tell look, we that looking like ballers this year too? They really think you Bob Marley, bro. Can you tell that your son appreciates like you being there, like you being the coach? Like do you Absolutely. think you can see it on the main? I see it every every practice game and everything. Because like I'm I'm one of those people like overly involved. So like when the kids like doing their little races and all of that, I'm a race too, and I'm gonna beat all of y'all and I'm gonna let you know it. <laughs> and like I feel like when you have a parent that involved, you can't help but try to do your best because Chris isn't the kind of score a goal or you can't come home and eat kind of father like no, we had. No, he's <laughs> you know what I mean? like he's not so like it's that like which means that he wants to impress you. He wants to do a good job to make you proud. Super dope. His son does a bad play. All he's gonna do is say, oh, "No worries, son. I get you some, get you some sea moss when we get home." But, you know, Chris, because kids can be unnecessarily intimidated for, by bullshit sometimes. Right. So it's just you create a good environment and they excel. Richard, what'd you do this weekend? Um, I attended to Aria this weekend. She was sick. Maya was mm-hmm. sick. And when Maya is sick, it makes it my job so much harder. Oh, my God. Because she can't do much of anything. So shit was hell, bro. Listen, uh, man. Listen, uh, dad moments, man. Come I on, love bro. dad moments. Come on, man. We got to give it up for that, man. Yeah, man. So it was, I took her to the ER on Wednesday. She had a flu. Um, Maya went the other day. She ended up having the flu. So Aria gave her the flu. But um no nah, man I got some I got to spend some time with her like I always do but like actual like it's different when your kid is sick bro bro has yeah. anybody ever dealt with a sick kid with no woman bro <laughs> dog that shit hard. that was me because Listen. Maya was out of commission it's it's really really hard dog what do you do um pretty much like your instincts just kick in bro like I know how my daughter is how she behaves Arya's a wild child bro she can't sit in, in place she was pretty much cut up under me the whole weekend so I made sure she was. She didn't want to eat, bro. Ah, oh, poor job. So cut the milk medic- out. Got to cut the milk out too for the mucus. Mm. mucus yeah, gotta, a lot. yeah, yeah. Definitely had no milk. Drop a bomb for her son, please. Yeah. No, cut it out. Period. In general, cut it out like all cut the way. dairy out because that creates mucus within the Every body. We know what's crazy. My child bit. is not big on dairy. Um, none of them really. So I just it's me. I'm big on cheese. Stop force feeding my niece's cheese. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not they're not really. They actually eat pretty healthy. Like you like their mother. I'm the one that eats horrible. Keep so, yeah, but you're the one working now. You can do what the fuck you want to do. Yeah, and I'm the man of the house. I cut out dairy though; it makes me shit. And I'm, I, <laughs> yeah, I'm lactose intolerant. I need to stop, bro. Because you black. <laughs> shit don't go with. Historically, it don't go with us. Wait, th- that's a thing. Not one hundred percent. One hundred percent. So, so nigga shouldn't eat dairy. No, definitely not. All right, I y'all boys, stay away from dairy. Y'all heard it here, Ben. What you do this weekend? Um, actually, uh, I got sick too. But while I was uh <laughs> sick. I made some beats, you know. I was I was at least productive somewhat. That's all right. That's the Haitian man. Then you can't even sit still. No, I can't. I can't. It's in my ancestry. It's in my blood. <laughs> I can't sit still. <laughs> uh, this weekend, man, I did fucking four shows. I'm tired as fuck. Uh, the most fun I had this weekend was hosting Grill Fest, fourth annual Haitian Food Festival, and it was a great time. 4,000 people came up, not a single incident, not a single push. Love, drinks, hug, swag surf, good food, Two things. good and culture. You, and you know what else? You know what else? You don't give your knees enough credit, my friend. I was, listen, <laughs> you that shit you did on credit. stage with that girl, I will say two things. That shit you did on stage with that girl was hilarious. 
and I saw the crowd because I had, remember I had you send me the videos. Yeah. Because I wanted to see the recap of that shit. It looked amazing. Um, the energy was was crazy. It looked like a festival. It's a festival. It's that's what shit was dope. It's a big outdoor festival, and the thing is, bro, like that's not some shit that I would normally do. But when you start hosting. And the crowd is giving you like everything, bro. You got to match. And the weather was beautiful, beautiful in South Florida this weekend. Oh, was it? Be- and I, beautiful. Ben, ben and Chris, I don't know if you guys got the the email with your tickets. I didn't. Oh, did you I get- thought I was the only one. No, it's not you. Ben, you got your tickets for Griot Fest? I don't remember receiving anything. Because my phone anything. had died. I just you see, interesting. Sometimes when you give a fuck about things, you ask more than once. You see, you see how divas wait for emails to materialize. People who got free tickets for me asked more than once. Oh, I'm sorry. People who really care paid to come and really? see me. I didn't people who people who really fucking care. Begging. I didn't realize we had to beg. We had to this, beg. this nigga has seven different UM jerseys, and they threw him out. <laughs> me, who sees him every week, he won't pay twenty five bucks. Fuck you, sir. I'm paying okay? for the uh, for Fuck the you, for the in December, the coming to America. No, I got I, I got your tickets for those though. That's me. That's oh, me. Me. Okay, well, I got you on that. Hassan, my brother, what you do this weekend? <clears throat> I'm arguing with crackers and uh, <laughs> argue with black folk who love yeah. crackers. Any of the particular arguments stick out, stand out to you? Man, there's too many to name, but um, yeah, I had a sister tell me that if I don't like white people, I can't talk to her. We can't be friends because uh, I'm a hate monger. So, yeah. Now, when I listen to you, right, I will say this. Your delivery is straight is straight, and there's no fluff on it. Mm-hmm. And I know fluff because I do comedy. So when I want to say tough shit, I need fluff. So I, I, I'm sensitive to fluffiness. Right. There's no fluff in your message. But I never hear white hate. I hear you pleading with niggas to please stop bullshitting. I never hear white hate because I follow a few white hate pages too. Mm-hmm. So I, that's why I can see the difference. Because I follow niggas who hate white people, and I also follow you. I don't think you're quite that. Nah, nah, I wouldn't say um, I'm one of those extremists that, you know, hate white people to the core. But I definitely don't promote interracial dating, multiculturalism. I'm all about uplifting the black person. I'm not in a position to try to change the mindset of white people. I'm trying to change the mindset of black people because when we change our mindset, we change the society ultimately. So. And that's the fucking difference. Yeah. See, cause so, so your message has nothing to do with anybody else but black people. That's it. I don't speak to white people. I don't, you know, unless I have to, but uh, I don't got nothing to say to them. You know, they know what's going on. I just... You won't recreationally talk to him. <laughs> no, not at all. There's, there's nothing to talk about. Like, what are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about sports. We're going to talk about how, you know, bullshit, trivial shit, right? And then at the end of the day, we're still going to be oppressed, and we're going to think we got a good white friend. So I just don't do it. Hassan just told me that he's never asked a white man how you do it. <laughs> <laughs> For what? I know how you do it. No, you know what? Crazy story. I'm going to give you a crazy story, right? It's a crazy fucking story. One day I'm at work, and I'm on the boardwalk, and I'm looking out to the beach. It's a beautiful Saturday, and a cracker walks up to me, and he's like, yeah, man, sucks you got to be at work. And then he says, well, you know the old saying, a white man's heaven is a black man's hell, slaps me on the back and walk off. That shit don't happen in real life, bro. Bro, I promise you. (laughs) That shit don't happen in real life. I promise you. Dead ass serious. And he slaps me on the back. He's like, ha, ha, ha. And walks (laughs) off. 
Wow. Yeah, yo, when you start talking to white people, you will really hear the arrogance come out of their, you know what I'm saying, their mindset. You know what I'm saying? I have a question for you with that. Yes, what do sir. you say to the black person that says not all white people are like that? Here's the thing about it. The idea that not all white people are like that is fucking crazy. Because unless you lived under a rock for the past 500 years, then you have been affected by racism. If you turned on a television, if you listened to music, if you went to school, if you ever read a magazine or a book, nigga, that shit has affected you. So if a cracker just came out... 500 years from under a rock, then I'll say, all right, that cracker can't be racist. <laughs> but the fact that this motherfucker, he's seen Trayvon Martin, he's seen Mike Brown, these crackers see what's going on. You feel what I'm saying? So all of them. And let me also add this. When people say, well, not all white people had slaves, that is true. But if you're looking at it institutionally, all white people participated in the institution of slavery because slavery was not just owning a person. It was insurance companies. It was shipbuilding companies. You get what I'm saying? It was clothing. Brooks Brothers used to make the slaves clothes. But now that's a high-end fashion, you know what I'm saying, yeah. suit company. Yeah. So every white person had a hand, whether they owned slaves in or not, in the institution of slavery. That Therefore, all white people are guilty. Of a Muhammad Ali quote, right? And the nigga said, he was like, if I got 10,000 snakes rushing to my door, but I know a 1,000 of those motherfuckers are good snakes who mean me no harm. The other, the other 9,000 want to fuck me up. Should I hold the door open and let the good snakes in? Hmm. Or should I close that motherfucker on all of them and just save me the trouble of getting bit by somebody? Facts. Be snake free, cuz. Facts. And when you put it like that, like the 1,000 good motherfuckers amongst the 9,000 terrible people, like it's not that many of y'all for me to be like, hey, come give me a hug. Yeah. Put it like that. That's a good quote, though. Here's here's the funny thing about it. Racism is... Practiced by a specific group of people Because we like to say shit like Well it's the system Well then you have to think logically Who's controlling the system White people So the day they want racism to end That shit will end tomorrow Because they're the only people practicing the shit Speaking of a white system being controlled by white men Y'all boys they finally gave Cap uh, A workout or somewhat of a workout But you know as shit goes Shit went awry uh, for for some reason or whatever, Cap decided for me to go into a situation with the NFL's cameras on the NFL's turf, with the NFL's uh, receivers, it may not work out in my favor. So three hours before the scheduled workout, he changed it. He did it at a high school. He got his cameras. He got his own receivers. And he did his own workout. Smart man. Now, what happened is... The NFL uses our opportunity to say, hey, hey, whoa, 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 you changed shit. We weren't prepared for that. I believe 10 to 15 didn't show up. Mind you, they made a point to say that most of the GMs and personnel that they sent were the black ones from the organizations. Oh, they made a point to say that. Oh, no. So they found the one black guy working in, I guess, the GM or whatever department that is, the scouting department, pardon me, to send them out. And go see what Cap had. Now, I didn't see the tape, but Ricky, you said Cap was in good form. Cap looked amazing. Um, as always, like coming out of college, um, the scouting report on Kaepernick was big arm, mobile, moves, has good feet, can move in the pocket. So I seen online, which really upsets me. A lot of people were saying, oh, he wasn't going against anybody. He was throwing against the air. So when you when you when when players are about to get drafted, they go to the combine, 
Who are they throwing against? The fucking air. But that's the combine. See, the, that's after. That's after oh, what? Twelve. How many games in the college football season if you make the playoffs? Twelve, thirteen. That's after thirteen games of niggas trying to kill you. Okay. This nigga went to the bowl, bro. He shouldn't have to do. Is he this was a nigga Super Bowl, bro? in his second year in the NFL? This nigga led his team to a Super Bowl. Kaepernick is better right now. Kaepernick Did is better than 80% of starting no, quarterbacks no, no, in the NFL no, right now. Here, no, bro. Wait, hold on. Did he lead the team to the Super Bowl? He led the team to the Super Bowl. Cap had some four or five touchdowns. He led the defensive team. Nigga. He led the team to the Super Bowl. Well, then also had too, Frank Gore at running back. Here's the thing about it. The right. rules have changed in the NFL. All right. So the way he coming in Tom now. Tom Brady had Randy Moss as receiver. With the, way, with the way he coming in now with the hitting is going to be different from when he left. So he don't really got to have that pressure like that because, you know, now there's no head-to-head combat, you know, hitting head-to-head. The rules have changed. So I think, personally, he'll come in and do do Because he's fresh. You're, you're talking about a, nigga you're talking about a guy who hasn't taken a hit in three years. Body's fresh, still training like an NFL athlete. His arm is still strong. Those and legs. he is better than 80% of the starting quarterbacks right now in the NFL. Let's say, was let's say, let's say 50. Period. 50. Was, he's better than 50. I say 80. Jesus. There was a period. stat that said that of the current, uh, uh, I guess uh, rosters of QBs in the NFL right now. He has better. Like when he left the NFL, he had better, better stats. numbers. He had they better numbers. They put a numbers. stat today. It was it was sometime this season. It was during a Dolphins game. They said, "Man, the Dolphins didn't need a quarterback." Blah, blah blah blah. There was like Kaepernick's career stats lined up against the quarterbacks that had so many attempts in their NFL careers. He was better than 80% of those quarterbacks they put up there. The only ones that had better numbers than him were your typical Tom Brady, your Patrick Mahomes, those type of dudes. Other than that, there's a bunch of teams in the NFL right now that have quarterbacks that are starting backup quarterbacks. We have some audio uh, from Stephen A. Smith because you know he had to put his... um, Clown of the week, coon ass nigga. People were mad as fuck at Stephen A. Fuck, boy. But once again, when you listen to Stephen A. speak, I want you to listen to whether or not he's saying opinions or he's being matter-of-fact about it. Okay. Let's let's play it. (sighs) Fuck the NFL, bro. That's all I got to say, dog. NWPod.com. Tony, y'all niggas, why I say fuck the NFL? <laughs> While Ben is out. pulling up the clip, I want to keep talking about it. You Yo, know why no he, homo? you know why he did the shit with the um, switching up his location? The NFL had control of that whole entire situation. You can't have they certain cameramen. It was their cameras, oh. so they could spin whatever narrative they wanted. They could put out, oh, he had a horrible workout. Nothing Kaepernick could have said. That's why he did that shit, because they were going to spin the narrative regardless. So at the end, he said, you know what? My cameraman, or anybody who has a camera, you can come through. My receivers. I just hate that, like, he gave the NFL a reason to call bullshit. You know what I mean? Well, like, they I would have loved for the cigar. I think they would have called bullshit. Bro, they would have fucked, yeah, no, fucked him. There would have been, like, they fucked him, imagine bro. when they I, got okay. this call how they felt. We got him, guys. We fucking got him. How do we know that the NFL wouldn't have paid a few players to drop a few balls? That's what I was afraid of. My nigga. That like was I, on my mind. The NFL is known for collusion, bro. Yeah. Known for fuck shit. All right, we got Stephen A. Air two Saturday had been religiously pointing out that he wanted to work out. He wanted an opportunity to be in the National Football League. We all know it wasn't going to be ideal. We all know that he has no trust for the NFL. We all know he's justified in his lack of trust in the NFL. What I would say to him is get in line. 
there's a whole bunch of people who play in the NFL that complain about the NFL, don't trust the NFL, but would still show up to a workout that 25 different teams oh, that boy showed good. up for if he wanted a job in the National he Football League. On the money. And the fact Ski. that he did not show up, he to me, eradicates his points altogether from the standpoint of the NFL, I'm looking for a job, running from the truth and all of this nonsense, this I have a dream speech that he gave to, to the media and the <laughs> public Saturday. I want to hear that. It's too late for all of that. Here's the reality. 25 different teams showed up. A lot of them were African Americans. A few of them were in the GM pipelines <clears throat> to become GMs in the National Football This is League. cooning. Because that's an issue that this we'll is get into at another time. Because, like, I'm listening to this. Stop, hold on, baby. Stop, stop. It's because of a... Eight million dollars. Bro, I... I, I Eight I million dollars. What do you expect? Bro, hold on. I wanted to go to school for broadcasting. I hated Stephen A. Smith for a long time. And then I, gone, I, grew, I grew to respect him and what he, what he made out of his career. Because he's amazing at his job. But, dog, I'm telling you right now... This shit is cooning. And if you listen, if you watch their show, Max Kellerman, the white guy, who's, he, he's, he's, a, he's a boxing guy. His NFL takes, um, NBA takes are trash, trash. trash. He's literally on ESPN right now talking like Brother Hassan. <laughs> Real shit. Yeah, he is. Google he is. it. He is. So I tweeted today. I said, bruh, either ESPN is trolling this whole shit or... Stephen A. Smith is a complete coon because there's no reason why Max Both. Kellerman is giving up for the black man. Both. Bro, it, it, it makes no sense, bro. Like, He's yeah. been calling out the NFL for a minute now. I remember when they were uh, getting on players about smoking weed. He was like, well, then stop promoting alcohol as well. <laughs> He's been calling out the NFL for oh, a long because, time. Yeah, because they love to promote a good old Budweiser. They love that shit. They love to promote that shit. A goddamn Corona with your NFL game. They love to promote that shit. You go to Miami Dolphins game, Fitzgerald is going to throw whatever. Fitzpatrick's going to throw five interceptions <laughs> and start next Sunday. And niggas are Kaepernick had was in the Super Bowl, had Ray Lewis and them boys on the ropes. He was two minutes away from winning a Super Bowl. You mean to tell me this guy can't play? He can't play? Not that he can't get play. Me the, get the fuck out of here, bro. Now we have some Kaepernick audio from right after his workout. Telling the truth. That's what we want in everything. I've been ready for three years. I've been denied for three years. We all know why I came out here and showed you today in front of everybody. We have nothing to hide. So we're waiting for the 32 owners, the 32 teams, Roger Goodell, all of them to stop running. Stop running from the truth. Stop running from the people. We're out here. We're ready to play. We're ready to go anywhere. My agent Jeff Nally is ready to talk to any team. Uh, interview with any team at any time. I've been ready, I'm staying ready, and I'll continue to be ready. And to all the people that came out here today to support, I appreciate Kept talking this shit, bro. Talking but but shit. this is a question I got to ask. What does this do now to his political views? So if he goes back to the NFL, is he still kneeling? Is he He's still not kneeling. Not? But this is what I'm saying. I, like, I feel like if you sign Cap, you got to take all that. If you don't, he's, he's not remember. kneeling. I'm gonna tell you right so now. Get he's not kneeling he, because he kneeled. When he kneeled, he did what he what he was trying to do from the beginning. He kneeled to bring awareness, awareness to what was going on. The awareness is already brought. If he, nigga, if he don't if he don't keep kneeling, he a bitch. He got to kneel, bro. Not Eric Reed. Eric Reed got listen. All right. Oh, so it's fixed. Everything's no, no, no. everything's fine. 
it's come on, bro. That's like it's not gonna be fixed. That's why he's trying to get back in the league, man. But listen, his teammate at the time that was dealing with him, Eric Reed, yeah. who was also blackball, but just got signed last year. The year he was kneeling, he was a Pro Bowl player. He had to sit out the whole year. Nobody wanted to sign it. I saw that shit. I remember that shit. Insane. Pro Bowl player, best at his position. Right? He got signed. He's not kneeling no more. They these guys. They listen. I did my job. I brought awareness to this situation. You know what I'm saying? We got people talking about this shit. If they sign Cap, you watching the NFL again? I'm watching the NFL. <laughs> I'm watching for that nigga. I'm supporting that nigga. Right I'm, I don't watch a single mean, game. Awareness is Lamar cool, Jackson is But then we got to move to action. Like, just bringing awareness is just not going to do it. We got to move to action. But he put his career on the line. His agents, all them people, he, they was pulling his sponsorship. He was costing himself so, money. And he was, was still he not, kneeling. Was he not already, like, benched when huh? he started that kneeling protest? He no, was not like, already? He was starting. He was starting. He was still a starting. He got benched for bad play. That's why That's why it was such a big a big deal because he was still a starter. He had a Big T had big time sponsorships. You know what I'm saying? Why they were getting pulled, and he was still kneeling because he, he was like, benched? "This whole entire season, I'm kneeling." Why he did he get benched? Poor play. Oh, he was playing bad. Yeah. Oh, you mean like niggas? I wouldn't like, say it was poor you play. Mean, so, you mean like the niggas saw enough film on this motherfucker? Now, but but that kind of but that kind of really not that nice. You also have to add that it's not like he was throwing the fucking. Randy Moss. They were everybody on the entire offense were homeless bums. The whole offense. <laughs> Michael Crabtree. Is this oh, your argument? No, I'm Cra- just, that's not my Crabtree. argument. That's my first card, nigga. Oh, what the fuck? Oh. I can't play cards. Who's your number two punch? Don't worry about that. Because <laughs> number, if it's Michael Crabtree, if, if, yeah, that's an all-star right? nigga. You watch the NBA? I do. Who's an NBA player that you would say is rated like at 88, 89 right now? Uh, right now? Oof. Maybe. Uh, like a Bradley Bill. That's Bradley a, Bill. That, that's a great example. Like Bradley Bill. If Bradley, Bradley Bill. fucking balling. What are you. He just. Kaepernick no, was balling. No, but. Chris, listen but to what on, I'm saying. Go on, Ricky. All I'm saying to you is, a, like, if you. Because you're more of an NBA um, fan, so. If Bradley Bill was to take a stand on something, the NBA is great with this. They stand with the NBA players, uh, get, unlike the NFL. So if Bradley Bill was to do something, and the NFL dis- and the NBA decided to collude against him where he can't play, you'd feel some type of way about that. The nigga can still play. He plays the game at a high Can't level. Fucking Bradley Bill, bro. Hell no. Speaking of this football shit, have you guys seen uh, the Miles Garrett hit? I saw this shit. Okay, so I guess just explain Mason for the Rudolph people what happened. Create, create a visual for the people. Got, so the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers were playing the Cleveland Browns. Mason Rudolph, um, he plays for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Huge Trump supporter. Um, he um, it was a play where he threw the ball and Miles Garrett was rushing him, and as he was rushing him, he grabbed him to tackle him to bring him down to the floor. Mason Rudolph started grabbing on him. And as he was grabbing on him, Mason Rudolph was grabbing and squeezing his balls. What? Miles Garrett didn't take too kindly of him squeezing his balls. So as they started, you know, getting into it, Miles um, Garrett um, pulled off his helmet <laughs> and then went and hit his ass. No, 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 the, the dude that grabbed the balls, was he white? Yes. He was a cracker? God damn it, they love all balls, dog. <laughs> These crackers can't stay away from all balls, dog. <laughs> if you haven't read the ISIS paper, Dr. Francis Cress Welsing, pick that book up. They love our balls, man. 
Fuck the white man. I got to listen. I got to. Finish, please. <laughs> no, but go ahead, Chris. Give give the eloquent every no, the play by play because the, that's uh, the gist of what happened. No, but he no, rushed up because he the had the is. helmet and he came back for more. Aha! I got your helmet. Your teammate is pushing me away from you, and because you're a little bitch, you're going to come rush me while your teammate got me all wrapped up. I swung, nigga. You got hit. Lay down, ho. Right Bop him with a helmet. <laughs> Bop. So I tweeted, I tweeted, um, because everybody was like, everybody was turning this into a black and white thing. I said, to me, this isn't about race. You're looking at two dumbasses. Absolutely, but the fire one dumbass, One dumbass. Grabbed a man's balls, and you get whatever you get when you grab a man's balls. Period. The other dumbass took a helmet. If you, this guy is 6'5, 265 pounds. Yeah. You touch my nuts. You hit this nigga Me, in the head. You had to touch my dick on too. prime time you can't just TV. Grab a man's with a helmet where you, can, where you can kill him, potentially kill this man. Oh, man. So you have two dumbasses. But guess what happens, black man? Because you let your emotions get the best of you. You're the one that gets criminalized. You don't want that. You don't want that gets on TV. And they, they they turn the man into a demon overnight. So um, then the he quarterback. He gets suspended. He, oh, he's playing he's next week. He's suspended indefinitely. And and Miles Garrett is suspended indefinitely with no pay. Meanwhile, the quarterback he's playing next week. The white. That's not about white and Ricky. No, no consequences. No consequences. Not a suspension. Nothing. Meanwhile, in LeBron's NBA, if you throw a punch, I throw a punch. We both out of there. But what I'm saying is that's Bronson not about here. black and white. That's huh? black and white. That's no, no, we don't say we don't say. Oh, that sounds right. We say that's not about white. Yeah, that's, that's not yeah, about white. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's white. Like unfortunately, that's white. Unfortunately, yeah, that's white. Rick, is white. <laughs> For a that's lot of black people, both in regular society and as black athletes, they have a heightened sense of responsibility to not be a nigga Bro, you grab in front of white balls, people. Bitch. And it's unfair. And what I, and I also fuck. too, I want to say when I when I tweeted that. It was before the NFL handed down their suspensions. So I, I was tweeting that thinking that both of them were going to get suspended. But it absolutely is a black and white issue because, again, on national TV, you see a big black man acting like a barbarian because that's the only clip you see mm-hmm. is him getting hit in the head. You don't see nobody's balls getting squeezed. You don't see none of this shit. Who here has seen that clip? Be honest. Oh I, I didn't even it. know that happened. Are you All sure you see that's is the clip of him getting hit in yeah, the helmet. That's the clip. But so you don't see the, the you don't see the white man yeah. grabbing his balls. Nah. And he definitely grabbed his balls. So then There's I no went, doubt about it. I went from casual sports fan to Brother Hassan on Twitter. Got to. I had to, bro. At the point, like, it's absolutely a black and white thing, bro. Like, this man is no longer getting paid, suspended indefinitely. What he did was stupid. Don't get me wrong. It was stupid. You know, you're hot. There are rules in the NFL rule book for fucking uh fighting and hitting people with helmets. Absolutely. Bro. None of them say no pain. And I say this, and I'll say it again. I just don't get why black people are fucking supporting the NFL. I don't understand. Like for the life of me, I don't get why you niggas is watching that shit. Nigga factory. That's just me. That's just me. Y'all can keep. I mean, it's you. I I watch college football. Whatever you call it, modern day slavery. People say it's modern slavery, but the NFL. I just can't do it, bro. I I just I'm done with that. I ain't gonna lie. I'm watching because Lamar Jackson. I, I support that nigga. I'm, t- I'm happy he's highlights. doing well, yeah, but I don't know what his play looks like. Yeah. However, however, he's one of the highlights I've seen is on however, social media. Uh, no. I will say this: this is the first time in the NFL and NFL history where you can say six or seven black quarterbacks are really doing well in the NFL. 
But we always knew this, though. Yeah. They never thought that niggas were smart enough they to play QB. Play. That used to be a thing. No, what happens to the NFL, what they do is they recycle the same coaches over and over and over who are used to old school NFL. There's people out there that are still saying, white people out there, white old dudes that are saying, Lamar Jackson can't throw. And he just completed 13 completions in a row. And he's breaking NFL records. He's strong the ball. You know what helped shut all that shit down? Come on. Uh, Deshaun Watson's breakdown of the defense that he was uh, throwing against. Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Uh, um, we just Lamar Jackson. You, you seen the press conference where they were Russell they were Wilson. asking him questions, and yes. like he gave them like a detailed outlook on what the, I feel the like defense all was. those young niggas had their coach tell them the same thing. Look at Vic. If that nigga had read a playbook, he could be you, son. He could be you, son. They all got the same no, speech. The, that's why I say I I, I I've tweeted at Deshaun, at Russell, and at Lamar all separately. Stay away from. Them niggas you who grew up in the hood and stay away from dogs. Let me ask you a real Please. question. And white women. Why, stay away from white why women. you don't think people give Russell Wilson that respect? Because Russell Wilson is a black quarterback that is murdering shit and nobody talk about it because he corny. Why don't he, he get no respect? He in Seattle, bro. What makes him corny, Small though? Market. Why do people think he's corny? No, no, no. I mean, look, just Small because he, he talks like a Walmart greeter. He's just weird. That's all. <laughs> That's pretty much Russell it. Wilson is probably the first professional athlete in the history of professional athletes that went from a white woman to a black woman. That is history. That is history. That's a, that's a that nigga that's married a white woman and then ended up marrying a black woman. Not just a black woman, like, like Sierra. Like Sierra. Sierra. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like and, um, yeah. You got a black wife? I fuck with him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fuck with him. Um, and um, yeah, and he's and doing shit. He's a freak of nature, bro. He's an animal, bro. Killing he's it. always been. Killing always. I mean, niggas got to give him his credit, bro. Uh, speaking of niggas finally getting their credit, my nigga Carmelo got a job. That's what's up. Are we happy about that? I mean, he needed His wife just lost a job. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, my nigga. No, 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 that's hot. That's hot. That's hot. That's, <laughs> you know that's amazing timing, huh? They killed Keisha and Carmelo find a job. Maybe she was the curse. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Because the moment she got on power... His shit begin to go down. That's She's, what happens when you do bad acting on a great show. <laughs> Listen, the white man acting. don't want the black man and the black woman working, man. That's too much money, man. The one of them got to be unemployed, goddamn Somebody. Somebody. Got to be a Good Times episode <laughs> going right. <laughs> somebody got to be stopped. My whole life has been a Good Times episode. <laughs> it feels like. Yo, Fuck. but quick question. I want to ask a question. Why is it that every other, you know what I'm saying, um, athletic field, like soccer and baseball and shit like that. You can go straight to the pros without going to college for two years. You know what I'm saying? Where in the NFL, now they're making it more restrained where you got to do two years in college. My thing is, is my personal belief, I think that it's about race because the uh, the majority of people who play in the NFL and the NBA are black people, and they just want to groom them a little more. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Introduce them to some more white girls. You know what I'm saying? Get them brainwashed. Hold before back they, that money. Yeah, get that money before they let them loose and give them all that money. That is tough because like, because soccer, you could go straight to the you know baseball, same thing. I do. So I think I think it's a money thing because yeah. the NCAA is a business at the end of the day, and they have to make sure that they secure enough uh, generating funds and in, in, in revenue at the collegiate level before they move on to the professional. Yeah, because it's a business at the end of the day. For baseball, they're plucking little Dominican children straight from high school. Straight from high school. Straight from, so the, I, from I, the Dominican I, I, Republic. What I think, what I, what 
I don't okay. I don't even know what to believe anymore as far as <laughs> NFL anymore because I grew up a diehard man. The Miami Dolphins used to lose when I was younger, and I would cry, bro. Like I was yeah. so invested, dog. Like Dan Marino, Dan Marino Rick days. Williams, yeah, I shed yeah. a few tears. I gave you know up on him, bro. And I'm just as uh, okay. So they have the Dolphins. They have the Miami Hurricanes. That's well documented how how diehard a fan I am of that shit. So that what they good. tell you is this: if you play basketball, right? Your peak years in basketball are from the ages of 18 to about 28, right? So they experimented an 18-year-old going to the NBA. 18-year-olds, 19-year-olds were able to transition their game to the NBA successfully. You had your Kevin Garnett, uh, Kevin Garnett, your Kobe Bryant, your, uh, your LeBron James, you know what I'm saying? Those guys were able to go into the NBA and successfully and have a good, you know, great, amazing careers. Mm-hmm. The NFL demands so much out of you. There's players that are in college who redshirt their freshman year, and then that year pretty much is a count. What's redshirt for the people? Redshirt means you sign your national letter of intent, you get enrolled into the college, your body is not physically able to uh, compete with the players on the field, so you have to sit that a year out, get bigger, get stronger, learn the playbook. Boom. So now you're considered a redshirt freshman, but in school you're a sophomore. So okay. you're in your second year in college, but on the football field you're a freshman. In college you're a sophomore. So let's say you do all four years. Now that means you were you are five years in college. Means you're going into the NFL at 22, 23 years old. A lot of those players are still not ready to perform on the NFL field. That's what they tell you. <laughs> That's what they tell us. So a lot of fans believe that that shit is true. But to me, honestly, I think that's bullshit. Again. The NFL, the way this shit is designed is the NFL execs, the GMs, are not like the NBA. The NBA, what happens with the NBA is they let their co- the coaches are getting younger and younger. Mm-hmm. GMs are getting younger and younger. You're getting ex-players to become GMs. NFL's not like that. It's yeah, like no. it's like a, a small circle of Donald Trump and his friends. It's a boys club. So what they do is... White boys club. Everything, mm-hmm. how it was in the 70s and 60s and the 50s is how it is in 2019 NFL. The white Tom Brady's still playing in that old archaic offense. If Peyton Manning still wants to play, he would still be playing. Because they want Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Drew Brees to be their poster boys, Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson's style of football is not football. It's backyard fo- They call it backyard football, which means nigger football. Yeah. The backyard is cold. <laughs> yeah. <That's, laughs> I'm telling y'all niggas, cold, man. It's not, it, it, it's not that these crazy. boys can't play. These boys are 19 and 18. You mean to tell me an 18, 19-year-old nigga from North Miami can't outrun a 34-year-old nigga on the field? The fuck out of here, man. So wait. Put the ball in his hands. He's out of there. Out of there. He's gone, nigga, to the crib. So then what are they going to do when Tom Brady eventually goes down? Who? Because there's no next white guy up. So what you're watching right now with this whole Kaepernick shit and with this whole renaissance of the Lamar Jackson, you're, you're literally watching the NFL at a crossroads because you have the new school finally versus the old school. And as the old school is getting older and older, the new school is getting is rising up because the NFL – look, watch the NFL. Back in the days, you didn't see options. You didn't see court. You didn't see quarterbacks like that. Like, they told Randall Cunningham in 1993, nigga, you can run fast, but you better throw that bitch deep. He, he saved his career by joining Minnesota. He had to throw the, the bitch deep to um, Randy Moss every chance he got, or he wouldn't have a job. Even though he had those amazing legs. Michael Vick survived as long as he did. Yeah, he could run, but that motherfucker could be on oh his knees boy. and throw that bitch 99 yards. Flick of the wrist. Rocket. Flick of the wrist. Rocket. Cannon, if you will. Um... 
some niggas are gonna niggify that red shirt thing. They're gonna start looking at little girls like, yeah, we're gonna red shirt you. We're gonna put you on the side till you're ready. Pretty I can much. just see it, man. Pretty you much. Know, Expose niggas. Y'all boys <laughs> red shirt and 17 year olds? Yeah, Cut they it out. Red shirt, man. Cut That's it out. Okay, ladies. That's what Tiger did. <laughs> Ladies, so we're so sorry. Yeah, niggas gonna use that. We we wear red shirt. We went on a sports bro. tangent today. I, I know we're doing sports for a while. I'm so with, sorry, with ladies. Hassan. That's so, crazy. So here's some shit for the ladies. Uh, Summer Walker uh, recently won a Soul Train Award. Congratulations to her, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's contemplating retiring. She's cut her tour short, and she was on the award show looking mad awkward. She says because of social anxiety. So she says that she can't participate. And meet and greets the way her fans want her to, and she can't engage people the way people want her to because when she gets around them, she's uncomfortable, intimidated. I mean, I just I don't know the specifics of social anxiety, but apparently it's de fucking debilitating. He lied. <laughs> listen, one hundred percent. Listen, it is. It's, it's a very weird feeling to have. You know what I'm saying? Social anxiety. Because as a black person, is she black? She's black. Yeah, she's yes, black. she is. She's black. As a black person, Tell whether we so. like to admit it or not, anytime we walk in a room, our first thought is, what is everybody thinking about us in the room? Especially if it's a multicultural room, right? And so we focus on a lot of things. But well, why? To... We've, been, we've been programmed, conditioned to feel a certain way about ourselves. And so when we walk in the room, we already have a preconceived notion of how people perceive us. And this is why when something happens racially, the first thing we say is, it's because I'm black. You did it because I'm black. Okay. So, Am I an asshole for thinking that she, sh- she needs to man the fuck up? I mean, is that bad? So, because I don't. Because I think she's an, she's a uh, uh, arrogant asshole for thinking that she's the only one. That you're the only one well, in entertainment history with social anxiety. Everybody else is doing their fucking job. Most artists have social anxieties. They're horrible the at interviews. Fuck out they're here. horrible but, no, no. when they're not doing what they're comfortable That's why they're doing. So but other high. other people mask their social anxieties. Yeah, with drugs. With drugs and sexual abuse and misogynism and all that stuff like that. So people have a way of masking it. Maybe she's not an alcoholic or a drug addict. You so. know, when she, she said something about the meeting greets and um, canceling her tours because of her, people were complaining about her on stage. When, if you listen to her music, she's not a go out there and dance type of artist. To me, I would say, how about go back to the basics with her? She doesn't have any artist development. Because... Bro. Artist development died years ago because all you got to do now is put a, a, a song on SoundCloud, it goes viral, and you get signed to a deal. So there's no more but get there, signed to a label. Or get plenty of or get viral on social media. I'm sorry? The stage just sitting there. Huh? There are plenty yeah. of female artists who can command the stage just Lauren sitting Hill. There. But what I'm saying is, this was what I'm saying. She's one of them artists who didn't like have you know like a, like from this day started doing this and then it was a plan she got something it got hot it got big boom now she's thrust into the spotlight it's like, now it's bigger and brighter than you thought it would often? ever bigger and brighter than you ever thought it would be you know what i'm saying and she's put in a position to now where she's like yo i feel overwhelmed didn't she that's, fuck offset that's what, i don't know about that person. but that's why i'm saying like a <laughs> lot of artists a lot of these new artists are feeling this way because there's no more artist development where you had A&Rs looking for talent. Then when they found the talent, they groomed the talent. Then after they grooming, now you're ready for these uh, these interviews. You're ready for these meeting greets. You're ready to be on stage. They're going to show you how to perform, like how Motown did it back in the day. That doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> that's that's, no, that's gone. That's, nah. Lime that's wire fucked that up. Lime wire fucked that up. All that shit's fucked up You can't do now. artist development it's, with motherfuckers out here bootlegging your shit. Chinese out here bootlegging your shit, so no more money going into the artists, man. Put the motherfucker out there. If they flop, they flop. But it's funny you said it because Wale was talking about that on the Breakfast Club. Yeah, and you know what I'm saying. You get a lot of like, 
I'm around uh, certain celebrities sometimes with, with the work I do, right? And um, you you will be amazed how socially awkward they are. All you of them. You know what I'm saying? Very, very socially All of awkward. Them. Because, again, they have a perceived perception of how people are looking at them, and they become the spotlight whenever they walk in a room. So, yeah, it's, I, I, I can understand her. You bro, know, prime example of this shit, I, used to, I was on a marketing team with Plies, bro, in Tampa. And I'm <laughs> telling you, you could have watched this shit come on and on. When this shit, like, he would be sitting in a setup just like this. And I promise you, if you if you close your ears and this nigga talks, you would think it's a white man talking. Close your eyes. Bro. Because, whatever. Yeah. All that shit. <laughs> eyes, ears, mouth, nose. You think a white man is talking, right? Yeah. When they shit, oh, the, the, the camera's hot. Oh, thanks. Plah, babe. It just comes on, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like I think, a. I think Jamie Foxx had a uh, Chapman body one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they got caught out there in L.A. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. That's how they do it, bro. Like, and JB even Fox Joe Bunnan talked about it. That's Joe Bunnan's like, yo, that's how it was with the artist that I was with. And when I do my pull up, when the cameras are not on, they regular. Uh, cameras hot. Fixing their chains. They're ready. Now they're performing now. It's a performance. And that's bro. crazy. Yeah. Well, speaking of a nigga who's not performing and who really is a nigga all the time, uh, they got our brother Kodak for real this time. They got him. Um, skirt, skirt, nigga. <laughs> At first, I heard it was three and a half years, but now I'm hearing that they're introducing new weapons charges. Thirty years of pop. Now, if I know Kodak's lawyers like I know Kodak's lawyers, he gonna beat them hoes like Rocky. And his lawyers, it's the Wu lady. It's the Wu. Nah, he don't fuck with the Wu lady. Remember, say he never been to Haiti. He's full of shit. Full of. He full of shit. Please. He full of shit. But also, Wu don't work like that. Wu don't work like that. A rape charge in North Carolina. He's don't work like man. He's protecting you, the MVP of his team. Let's not throw that out there. Voodoo no. do not work like that. You got to protect bad, the MVP bro. of your bad, team, bro. I know it's a yeah, bad. Yo, if Voodoo work like that, Haiti be rich as fuck. Voodoo don't work like that, man. Kind of bad. You got a point. Hey, we wouldn't be going through what we're going through, bro. We'll be the richest motherfuckers around here, bro. I saw Larry Dog say, that's how I know Voodoo ain't real, nigga. If it's real, nigga, Voodoo your ass some money, nigga. Voodoo your ass somewhere to live, nigga. That shit had me crying, Yeah, Voodoo don't work like that. <laughs> Man, but um, I keep Kodak in your prayers, bro, because that shit is is yuck. Uh, speaking of prayers, Kanye was with Joel Osteen, um, and and he prayed in Joel Osteen's church, and he's on tour. Um, I just got word uh, through the grapevine that he's doing um, uh, Jesus is King two with Doctor uh, Dre. <laughs> This nigga. <laughs> um, Same so he's not, date and then, the chronic people. Bro, hold on. Before before you go there, did anybody listen to Jesus is King? I did. No. I did. I liked it. No. Eh. There were a few of them. Like, like for example, I've not stopped playing the Tory Lanez album. You understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The um the Kanye shit I played twice for good measure and respect, but I didn't You play that shit on Sunday. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> nigga, fuck out of here. here, nigga. So Sunday's my hangover day. So <laughs> So I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, at one point, and still to a certain degree, I'm, I'm a Kanye West fan because I came up on his music. He was the reason why I decided to produce in the first place. Now I have not listened to a single second of Jesus Is King because recently his activity has has wildly disappointed me. Yeah. 
and I don't want that final death blow to be his album that that this is this whole Jesus is King album. I'm definitely afraid to listen to it because I feel like it's gonna be the death blow for me, and I'd rather not listen to it. I, Musically, it's sound. I whether know how you, you like music. You won't be disappointed. Whether or not you buy what he's saying is one thing, but the music, the notes, he's the not bars, saying the flow, much. I mean, Come on. The, the, the knock on this album is the, lyr- the lyricism. The mu- no one's knocking. The, mu- no, the music sounds no beautiful. Bars. It's just He's not saying much. Yeah, he's not doing shit. But now I have a reason to question Kanye West the man. And that was part of the allure that came with why I followed him in the first place. There you go. That's 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 where I'm at across this window. For me, go ahead, brother. So I'm sorry. No, no, I was gonna agree with him. I used to fuck with Kanye heavy, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? George Bush doesn't like black people, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know when he get on again, he ask for a white girl yeah. and all that crazy shit, right? I used to fuck with him. Yeah. But one thing I noticed about black celebrities is that we would take or accept shit from white women or non-black women that we wouldn't accept from black women. Ooh. You get what I'm saying? Superhead did exactly what uh, Kim Kardashian did. Black but she got the ring she because, she's, because she's non-black. You get what I'm saying? Okay, that needs a bomb. Come on, that's that fair. Is, that needs a bomb. Mm. So Jesus I have a real H issue. Christ. When I say this, interracial shit gets real deep. It gets real deep to the psychological level. So I don't fuck with Kanye no more because, again, like he's, you know, uh, when you get on, you lead, you lead a girl for a white girl. And, and he did everything that he said that he wouldn't do, and he just did it. So... For me, he, he's hypocritical, and I just can't rock with it nah, really at all, man. And we got to stop accepting shit. But go ahead, go ahead. Don't, don't I fuck with you, dog, but he ain't really say he ain't got to raise your hand. Speak, nigga. Speaking of um, black women, um, like I like we've been seeing. I love you, black women. We've been seeing memes and posts for literally. I can remember the past seven years, right? Hey, retweet this. I can't find my sister. Retweet <laughs> this. I can't find my auntie. But now it seems like the awareness for missing black women, for black women who just aren't showing up, is at an all-time high right now, right? It's all that anybody can talk about. Black women are missing. Uh, Every year, this amount of black women are just not showing up where they're supposed to be. And it's getting the attention that, um, that it's supposed to get. And then I also read this weird article where they're saying that transgendered women are now popping up with wombs. Right? <laughs> beep, beep, no, I swear, right? They're saying because now that like they're trying to be natural born woman uh-huh. women. So wait, 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 let me finish. So they need womb donors. The issue is what woman is donating her womb? You feel me? Mm. Hold on, wait. Listen, Maybe if you got a prostate, you a nigga. But let me say this. Talk about when, it. Yeah, if you got a prostate, you a nigga, period. <laughs> when you turn 40, somebody got to stick their hand up to your ass, you but, a nigga. Talk so about then, it. No, wait, 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 but, no, 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 no. Let's not I get that shit. I don't want to leave missing black women. I was, was going to touch on that. The, the missing black women, Let's the just highest rates are taking place in Atlanta and D.C. As we know, Atlanta is the mecca of blackness, right? And a lot of D.C. So we too. Doing Chocolate our City. Shit. DC too. Same thing in D.C., right? Our organs are the superior organs. That's not to put anybody down. That's just factual. Our organs are superior organs. They've been doing testing on us since slavery. You get what I'm saying? Um, So a lot of this missing black women shit, because black women are the most unprotected women in our community, is going hand in hand with this whole organ trafficking shit. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And this is a fact, man. We really got to look at that. Black women, protect yourself. Black men, protect yourself. These crackers out here. Snatching up organs. You say it all the time, bro. The house on fire. Who you gonna grab? The factory, right? The factory. Are you crazy? So listen, 
Side note, holla at my nigga Jed the Boss on um yes, on Instagram. Hey, I just bought my yeah, son's yeah. mom and, and my little cousin them some tasers. Lee tasers. Because Lee let me tell you something, bro. Like when I'm not around, I'm nervous. Okay, my people will barbecue you fuck niggas trying to come at the whip. Cause I you saw the video this week of the girl who was in the lift car? Yes. Yeah. In the Uber. This shit's crazy. You see the tip that they have to put out now? This shit is crazy. They're telling everybody to check the child lock doors before you actually get into these ride-sharing services. Yeah. But it's only happening to black people, though. Yeah. Because it's white people one. Uber everywhere. Hey, where you going, bud? <laughs> Hop in. Them this motherfuckers is, make look, it to their destination. This is Always. a black woman pleading, and she was scared for her life. So, again, like Plus said, up to all our listeners, they're actually a partner of the NWO podcast, Lee and Jade Tasers. On Instagram, I'll post them on our Instagram. So you can follow them, bro, they have take. all types of shit you need to protect yourself. They they have a they have a fucking taser that looks, looks like just phone. like a cell phone, just like a cell phone. <laughs> okay, for the forty five, you it hear me? It will take your ass. Fuck you down. talking about that like, little forty five? It looks like an actual phone. Like you, you will never guess. A nigga, bro. I say get a gun. I say get a gun. It's some niggas that eat a taser now. Some niggas are reload, reload. She, she <laughs> she's afraid of the gun. I'm trying to ease yeah. her gradually. Like, get a taser first. Let's do gun lessons. I want you comfortable. Start with a revolver. Because the revolver don't drop out shells. Should get used to but it faster. But plus, I can't remember the tweet. You tweeted something about the black missing girls. And I remember I quoted the tweet and I said, Bruh, don't sleep on these old ass white niggas that are in power. They are on this shit. This is all them, bro. That child trafficking shit, it's, it's real, nigga, dog. These white niggas the be wanting to skeet in little black girls, bro. Yo, did you see the video I posted on Instagram? Where the cracker had a motherfucking cage that I'm not even bullshitting that yeah. went into the ground. Yeah. I he, saw that. And he could hide you and then put a carpet over the. Yo, these Everybody crackers are on some shit, never bro. Know you there. Never know you motherfucking yeah, dead, man. Crazy. Guys, man, crackers crazy. are so on listen, shit, bro. To, to all the black women who listen to us, unfortunately, <laughs> this is your job now, but I need y'all to be hyper vigilant, bro. Very. Don't sleep, don't lack. If you feel uncomfortable, have something on you, reach into your, reach into your purse, hold on to that thing when you walk into him from your car. If a nigga get too close, barbecue him, whatever. Walk away. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Better safe than sorry. Barbecue a nigga if you're too close. Fuck it. So, so Brother Hassan, the, the, the name is leaving me, but there was a black woman uh, back in the colonial period. Um, who was kidnapped from Africa because she had like Sarah a, Bartman. Sarah, Sarah Bartman. Bartman. Sarah Bartman. This Sarah. leads back to that type of uh, that type of culture, mm -hmm. to where they they see these women who have these amazing bodies, these amazing shapes, and they they turn them into literal like sex toys and into circus acts, which is what they did to Sarah Bartman. Mm -hmm. I think it goes hand in hand with that type of shit, man. Not 100%. That's what a, the whole idea, the strip club, the brothels, because the brothels were the precursor to the strip club. You know what I'm saying? When you go to New Orleans, just go through and see how many brothels these white sailors would, would pull up in, in New Orleans, hop off, and just go straight to the black brothels and, and, and you know what I'm saying, mess with the black women. They have a real deep fetish, fetish. For, for, for darkness. Again, if you haven't read the uh, ISIS papers by Dr. Francis <coughs> Cress Wilson, check that book out. But also, you'll be, you will be amazed how many biracial people hit me up and tell me that their own fathers molested them. Because this is how deep that, that mindset of wanting to sleep with someone black, that they'll even molest their children. It was a case recently where a white guy from, I think, North Carolina was having sex with his biracial daughter and then killed her. You get what I'm saying? So this shit goes real deep, man. Speaking of uh, shit going real deep... <laughs> 
Um, has anybody been paying attention to this Rodney Reed um, case that's been going online? Mm. Um, uh, now, I know I've been, for the past two weeks, I've definitely been out of whack because uh, humble brag, hella shows. Um, so, <laughs> so from what I understand, uh, he was up for the death penalty. I believe they had it stayed. Um, I see. I saw that Sean White and and Kim Kardashian, who for some reason now is is the face of prison prison reform. reform. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, White but <laughs> always need one, right? Um, so they're trying to have it stay. But then I saw Amanda Seals. She was talking about how she may have been jumping the gun with the campaign to free him because there may be some uh, history with him abusing women, harming black women. Uh, I'm hearing rape and, and, and abuse. But now Sean King is also coming back and saying that those things have been uh, disproven and that they're false. It's a shitstorm surrounding this guy. But here's the thing. like, all right, If I'm trying to get somebody to pin a crime on, who would I, who else would I use but somebody with a history? All right, his history has nothing to do with the crime that's being pinned on him. You get what I'm saying? Like, so then, what do you say to somebody who says because he did that shit in the past, I don't want to help him be free the, for you this? You got to look at the whole entire story about why he's even on death row. Fuck the with them white hoes. It's a fact. Ain't nothing but death for destruction come between the legs of a white woman. Fucking with them white hoes. It's a fact. No, let's be real. I'm with husband that killed her. Okay, I could take that. Her husband is the sheriff of the town that they from. Oh no. Yeah. He was fucking the sheriff's wife? A dummy. (laughs) You dummy. Brother, let me tell you. Rule of thumb, when your town doesn't have cops, but they have sheriffs, okay? Well, you're telling us a fucking sheriff and a deputy don't fuck their wives, bro. And you're in Texas. And you're a nigger. Don't fuck their wives, bro. Hang that nigger. Sheriff? Hang that nigger. That's exactly what he said. Bob told you niggas already about shooting the sheriff, bro. What's up with these niggas doing? Yo, but if you would have told him... How long you been in prison? Like 14 years ago? 14 years? If you would have told him 14 years ago, fuck with them white hoes gonna get you caught up, that nigga would have blew you off. You're right. He would have blew. Man, this white pussy good. I don't know what the fuck you talking about. Shit, I did In 2019, they gonna still nigga. tell you Thank that. you. So when shit like that happens, I look, I say, Ba it and bop it. I do the Haitian. I do the Haitian shit when they slap their hands. Ba it and bop it. This right here is international for about do what you gonna do, bro. This right what here. What can I do for you? It's I'm a Haitian. Keep me alive. This is a Haitian problem. You ain't learn right from Emmett Till? Come on. Leave them white hoes alone, man, man. Bro, I mean, my brother, if you're going to fuck white, I don't advise it, but do you. But don't fuck the sheriff's wife, brother. The sheriff's and Texas? And, and don't fuck white, and then we get in trouble, scream black. Oh, yeah. That's the shit we got to stop. I mean, you mean don't OJ it? <laughs> yeah, don't come out with the dashiki. No, no, no. Put no, your fist up now. Listen, OJ, didn't, OJ still didn't claim black when he was on. He Johnny no, no, claimed no, he black. Did. He did. Johnny, Johnny he claimed did. black for No, 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 he did. It was afterwards, it was, if you ever seen the documentary on 20 for 30 for 30, I think it was. 30 for 30, yeah. This nigga was in church singing hymns with black folks, had dashikis <laughs> on, rocking side to side. We shall overcome. Nah, OJ blackened it up for a little bit. He had to. He blackened it yeah, up. That nigga quickly switched to, I'm not black. I'm OJ. I'm OJ. Mm, that, that shit. Yeah, man. That's iconic. <laughs> <laughs> that I could be considered a race at this point. 
Speaking of uh, iconic, <laughs> um, I'm 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 kind of upset that I have to do this, but I think we have to make Omarion real nigga of the week, guys. What? Let Not me tell Omarion. you, Omarion. Huh? Omarion has a baby mama, two kids with her. Okay, she's behind this man back. She's fucking and bragging and boasting with the nigga's band member, and Omarion. Cool, classy as a cucumber. Everybody and like she's doing her best because she wants a reaction. Posting pictures, licking her, licking the nigga face, busting it wide open. She wants a reaction. The nigga did an interview this week. So why is it that she wants a reaction? Omar is the real nigga of the week. Real nigga of the week. You the real nigga of the year. You think she just living her life? You, you think she just living her fucking life? Maybe. Omarion. Maybe, really, maybe she really nasty like that. Bump, bump, bump. Master of pandemonium. Maybe she really nasty Red like nigga that. Nigga of the week, she Omarion. Nigga of the year, Omarion. And Fizz, let her do it. So she with it. Listen, fuck out of here, bro. Put it like this. If you gonna fuck any nigga, you gonna fuck my bandmate. But put it like this. That's like it's us, bro. Dog. That's like us. We do shows. We do. We do actual shows. We do events. Next thing you know. That's why we could never be B two K, my nigga. A girl, a girl, a girl that you end we up do actual shows, a girl that you end bro. up dating because you've dated women in the past. All of us have, who ended up not working out because that's how shit goes down. But that girl you dating at the time, you happen to love this woman. You have a child, children with this woman, with this woman. Now she went from dealing with you, fucking with you. Now she's fucking on plus or fucking on bit or fucking on me. Oh, man, You're not gonna be, react the way nah, Omar is reacting. You know why I wouldn't be mad? Because I know Plus or Ben ain't going to touch my son. And I don't care about nothing else. The rule, that's 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 cap. the rule the should fuck? be you nah, can't fuck anybody I've done choreography with. That should be the rule. I mean, that should be on. the fucking rule. Think, think, think about it, Chris. He went from Uncle Plus to Daddy Plus. Like, come on, bro. bro. Kinda, oh, what the, what the, come on, That's going to be kind of weird. Slow down. Slow down. That's going to be kind of weird, man. Every day it's like Uncle Plus, Uncle Plus. Then, no, no, it's not Uncle Plus. It's Daddy Plus. It's never Daddy Plus. I'm still here. Hold up. Now. That's why you got shit fucked up. Nah, I'm still here, nigga. We have audio from the young guy, Omarion. Listen to him talk. Talking. How did you feel about it? Um, I, I don't feel no ways. I, I don't feel. I don't feel any way about it. I think that um, you know, if if they're happy, you know, um, then they should be happy. You know, what I'm saying. I I, th- I think that they, you know, uh, I think they should change the narrative, though, um, because what they're doing. Well, first of all, let me just say, you know, she's still the mother of my children. So, you know, um, it doesn't matter, you know, um, or I should say that when something affects her, it affects my kids. And that affects me. That affects me, my kids. But what she does is, you know, live your life. You know what I mean? Live your life. I think I think people should do whatever makes them happy. Um I, I I think they should change the narrative. It's not me. I'm killing one of y'all niggas. Now don't bro. get me wrong. Like <laughs> one of y'all niggas start fucking my. I'm killing you. It's it easy just, to it's say. Just how it goes, bro. It's easy that's, to say. That's what a nigga's supposed to say. Come on. But bro, that's huge. Him and that girl was my. That's you and huge. My, him and yes. Bro. He got two. two he kids. put two kids in her. She got two kids out that nigga. Y'all listen, man. Listen. Oh, that's crazy, baby. She got two kids out that nigga. 
Like there are, like I said, NWO podcast would be done. Niggas, a niggas dying, bro. There are five things, five things I'm willing to throw my life away for. This is one of them. This right here, murder spree. I I sit and wait for the police. I did it. If it's any sit, wait for a nigga that I work with and do shows that make money with. Come on, bro. You can't find none of these other. I'm not telling you that I'm about to jump out the window and do that. But at the end of the day, if circumstances bring shit like that upon us, if the pussy is not, if the pussy is not mine, bro, if the pussy mine, you're going to die. If it's not mine, live your life. I humbly agree. I've known this nigga for over 10, 10 years. If I start fucking the mother of his child, the nigga's going to step to me with pressure. That's all I know. You know if you can say all the shit you want to say, my nigga, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Nigga. You can say all you want to say. You attracted dimes, nigga, when we was coming up, nigga. Insane. The fuck out of here, nigga. Okay, all right, let's change the subject. I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't like, I don't like this one bit. No, 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 no. I don't like this one bit. No, I don't like this one bit. Take it easy. Speaking of family and togetherness and husband and wife shit, I have a clip that I, that's been circling the internet from an old school black man. And I want y'all to hear what this nigga said, and I want y'all to let me know. Does it still go? Is it still relevant? Or is old school out of touch? Okay. Hit me, Ben. Hey, Daddy, I, 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 need, I need to hear that first one He said, you've shit. been married to your wife 18 years and Shane never paid what? I've been married to my wife for 18 years, going on 19 years. Blue my wife fellas. has never paid a mortgage payment. She's never paid a gas bill, electric bill. She's never paid a cable bill. She's never had to pay insurance for her cars. I pay for all that, but that's what a fucking man does for his family. I don't, I don't, I'm not on no pedestal behind it, but that's what a man does. A man takes care of his family. My wife shouldn't have to worry about a goddamn mortgage payment. She doesn't worry about the lights being on, gas being on, food in the refrigerator. She don't pay for food. She don't pay for none of that. That's my motherfucking job. Understand me? You don't gotta be on a pedestal to do that shit. That's what a man do, and a man don't brag about that shit. I'm not bragging at all, but that's what a fucking man does. A man that got eight children Bitch. and 12 grandchildren. God damn. Eight children, fucking 12 grandchildren. So part two. Kind of, kind of, kind of. Wait, hold on, part two. He, he, oh, he, there's he, another part. There's more. Oh. And I've never been under one child support order in my life. And you take care of all of them. You do for and all of them. And I do for all my kids. Whenever they need me, all they got to do is call their daddy. And I'm right there. So if you meet a motherfucker that can't treat you the way your father treats you, you don't need that motherfucker. Really quick, Plus, can you kind of give us a rehash of what he's saying so the live audience can hear and we can have. All right. Pretty much what he's saying. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> no, no, you're really. No, you're, you're amazing at. Summarize it. No, I'm just amazing. Cut it out. Um, so <laughs> essentially what he's saying is um, his wife has never had to pay a motherfucking bill in the 18 years they've been married. As a motherfucking man, you pay everything and let her do what women do. His kids, whatever they need, they come straight to him. You're not a fucking man if you can't do everything and pay for everything, is what he's saying about his motherfucking home. And he's telling his daughters that if a nigga can't do that for you, then why the fuck you even bother leaving my house for? Why leave my house for a nigga who can't do what I'm doing right now? Can your daughters cook? Of course, the woman would agree. Everyone is going to look to you, dad, 
or the father of the household will be like, all right, dad, you need this, you need that. It's your job as a man to provide. You hunt. You should go hunt, you bring back the food. Your wife prepares the food and makes a home, make sure your kids are happy, and in the long run, it's going to make you happy. Everybody's happy. Amen. Prepares the food and makes a home. <laughs> All right, what do we what do we fight for equal rights for if we ain't gonna bust this bitch down fifty fifty? Mm. Like I need to know. Like what the fuck we talking about equality for? We not gonna bust this bitch down fifty fifty. You not finna listen. Black men in America don't live past sixty three because we got so much shit on our motherfucking back. I don't need to carry six or seven nine motherfuckers if somebody is Talk able to shit. help me. You feel Talk what I'm saying? Somebody got to be able to help a motherfucker. Shit. And as we know, if we in a system of racism, white supremacy, that says that it needs to attack black men, that means that black men will never make as much money as the white man. So if we're going to de- define our manhood based off how much money that we're going to bring in, that's, it's, it's so many ways that you can provide for a family without being that big-time breadwinner, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, for example, child support, right? Again, they don't. They don't measure how much time you actually spend with the child. They just take the motherfucking money from you, right? That's not raising the motherfucking child. There's advice you can give a child. You get what I'm saying? There's, there's education you can, that you can put into that child that can help them develop, you know what I'm saying, shit that money can't do. So if we basing manhood off of, of being a good father based on how much money you make, that's bullshit, man. There's niggas out here that right. spend as much time with their children but don't have the money to, you know what I'm saying, Give to them like that. Really so that's shit. just my opinion on that, man. We gonna we gonna fight for equal rights. Let's bust this bitch down hand in hand. And my, I got a lot to bring to the table other than money, man. But uh, let me say this right quick. Ahead, that's what the black man has always been to American society: money. When he got here, work for free, do this. We've always been an economical system for this system. So even our women tend to look at us like, nigga, what you got? Bring something to the table. Mm. You get what I'm saying? That's why. That's I the sh- whole history of the black man in America. And, and for me. <clears throat> To kind of piggyback off what you were saying is like, if if you're in a relationship, right, and you feel like everything, like everything he said on that video, it sounds good. It sounds amazing. It sounds great. Me, where I'm saying, the first question I'm asking is, nigga, how much money are you making? You know what I'm saying? Like, you, it, you might be able to live that way because you have a certain lifestyle or you make a certain amount of money, whereas every man doesn't. Make what you make. So every man probably can't do what you do. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm in a relationship, I'm not making six figures. I got bills. You got bills. I have children. You have children. Why can't we do 50-50? Why, why is that an issue? And, and you know, one of the biggest biggest problems I see, and not all black women, let me just say this, not all black women. Right. But a lot of black women don't know the difference between a need and a want. They do not know the fucking difference. They think they need to weave. They think they need the nails. They think they need to, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, I'm not finna bust my back. I gotta deal with these crackers at the job all day, dealing with disrespect. You know what I'm saying? Wearing out my motherfucking knees in my back, you know, doing all this shit. So you can have a fucking yakky weave. I'm not doing that shit, bro. We gotta learn the difference between needs and wants. So if I'm bringing home the bacon, like my man said, but I don't eat no swine. If you bring home the chicken or whatever and you eating, then you motherfucking bring good. And I'm the, the man. Chickpeas. I don't give a fuck if we living in an efficiency and I drive a Toyota. I'm the motherfucking man in this efficiency. Period. It's not about how much money you bring home. Brian Lace speaking, for $300 and it still look like shit. Speaking <laughs> of not eating swine, I would be remiss if I did not mention that we are recording in the illustrious, beautiful Weed filled vegetarian <laughs> bitch ass <laughs> niggas. Pull up right now. Uh, so, I just want to add that this place is not weed. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's a place of business. It's a place of business. Okay. 
Uh, so, ben, ben, quote unquote, edited out, but you're not. Yeah. Yeah. So make sure you pull up. If ever you're in the area, the best vegan food in all South Florida, the address is 6060 Miramar Parkway, Miramar, Florida, 33023. Black owned business, vegetarian delight for the best vegan food in all of South Florida. Chris and his wife will take great care of you. Um, you can also call in. I advise that you call in to place your order because if you come in, the line is wrapped around the building. The food is amazing. Uh, listen, you're going to wait. <laughs> so call 954-241-7402. If you're on Yelp or if you're on any of those websites, give a, give a review. Give a great review. You can also look at the reviews. They're amazing. Again, Vegetarian Delight. You can also follow them on Instagram at Delight Juice Bar. Follow them on Twitter at Delight Juice Bar. Holla at them. They post their menu every single day. you guys to know that your efforts are working. That's that's amazing. The nah. phone is ringing this, off the hook. Good. <laughs> this is um I'm this is the, the, the official official times. home <laughs> of the NWO podcast. That's so awesome. again, pull up to sixty sixty Miramar Parkway, Miramar, Florida three three zero two three. Um, they're open every day except Sundays. They open at um it, the time has changed because you guys are doing breakfast now still. Oh, talk some <laughs> shit. Hey, you know what? You scared me when you said that. I want to Ben, man. edit me out, brother. <laughs> okay, never mind, Ben. Go, go, continue. <laughs> so like I was saying, yeah, bitch-ass niggas, pull up here. We got breakfast and shit. Pre Chris, talk to me, nigga. Talk to me. What we nah, got? No homo, no homo. Yo, this brother filled my belly. No homo. <laughs> no homo. I came in here one morning. Yo, I ate the porridge. was on point. You feel what I'm saying? Thank you. On point, man. You was Fuss good to go, me. right? I was good to go. Good I was to go, good to go, man. Chris, Chris is too humble because I've expounded. When I so humble, though. when I come here, the shit be packed, bro. Like, like I'm inconvenient because I feel like he should like, yo, it's me. Let me skip these niggas, bro. Like, Chris, it's me. I'm here. You're like, remember NWO, nigga, nigga, nigga. Like, let me skip. You know what I hate about him? Before I ask him to skip everybody, because I I do do that shit. I ask him to skip and I don't pay my bill. I'm sorry, I'm sorry about my tab because I do all this nigga tab. But listen, I come in here. It's like five o'clock. Music, the music is black. He got the speakers outside. The music is blasting and shit. I'm like, dog, this shit is packed. Nigga, you doing so amazing? He's like, yeah, nigga, yeah, nigga, yeah. <laughs> I hear me with one of those. Like, no, nigga, this you're doing amazing, nigga. All right, man. Let me get six patties. Um, let me get the CMOS and yeah, charge my. <laughs> Charge my card. And for y'all niggas that haven't tried the soy free, uh, soy free vegan shrimp, please, you my will nigga. not be disappointed. Please. please, if you're ever in Miramar, please pull up to sixty sixty Miramar Parkway, Miramar, Florida, uh, is the three three zero two three. And again, if if not, you can always give them a call ahead of time. No line, no way. You call them, your food will be ready. Uh, 954-241-7402. All the food is made fresh. It is the best vegan food in all of South Florida. Nigga. All I was right. just, wait a minute, because I was trying to explain something my to bad, bro. Ahead, my bro. fellow Caribbean people who uh, like to eat white flour whole wheat dumpling. Um, you can go to your local grocer and find uh, quinoa flour. Mm. Quinoa flour so far from what I've tested has been the uh, most nutritional and most similar flavor and taste and texture and everything like that to a regular uh, dumpling that we as Caribbean people are used to as far as boiled dumplings are concerned. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm serving for breakfast is the quinoa dumpling. Good. I do have a question for you from somebody who wanted to know. Um, 
someone asked me because they came into town for the Halloween party, but they just missed the shop. So she asked me when she comes back, are you guys open for uh, open? Um, are you guys still serving um, vegan grill? Yes. Um, it hasn't been on the menu for a while. That's why she asked because she, yeah. she 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 scours the menu. Yeah, it hasn't been on there for a while, but um, yeah, we still serve it. Look at the soft face. You're, you're intrigued. Yeah, fuck yeah. me up. <laughs> fuck me up right there. You're fuck intrigued. Me up, and then I tasted it. The Haitian in him. You, you got the zone man in there. He was like, he was like <laughs> but it's not pork. But <laughs> real. Listen. <laughs> the Creole and the vegan testers. Okay, now we have now reached the this or that section of our program. Um, my son. <laughs> All right, now you're gonna make him. Now we're gonna wait because you said that. Now we're gonna talk to my son. <laughs> my son will tell you what part of the oh, program. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. You told me your actual son. My bad. Oh, that's all I've been. Because if no, I would have said that shit, nobody called Ben my son. He would have threw me in a hibachi grill. <laughs> Fuck you, Ricky. Ben, you're a son. piece of goddamn shit. Don't you ever in your fucking life, you low life black piece of shit, say to me that I'm your son. You know what? Ben could talk real aggressively. Oh, ben gets when Ben gets mad, <laughs> he pulls out the whole thesaurus. Oh my god, he empties a clip. He he curses you out with every page of the thesaurus. His tongue pierces your soul, bro. You unfiltered scoundrel. <laughs> <laughs> you unmitigated pig. <laughs> you rhinoceros pizzle. You diseased rhinoceros pizzle. How dare you speak to me hey, in such a manner? Hey, curse you out with the dictionary. This look minute. at me and look at you. <laughs> Not the same, Ricky. You, know? <laughs> you, you fucking loquacious lowlife. <laughs> loquacious? <laughs> loquacious lowlifes. Hey, Ben, fuck the loquacious. Okay. Hey, loquacious lowlifes. <laughs> that is the title, okay? Loquacious lowlife. Loquacious that's it, that's lowlife. It, that's it. That's it. That's the one. Okay. Right. Ben, send me the spelling. <laughs> Go ahead, Ben. Welcome to the this or that section of our program. This, that, crack, crack, bin, that, bin, cat, sis, rap, bin, whack, is that riff, rap, I'm coming. All right. NWOPodcast.com. NWOPodcast.com. Streaming live. No, you guys are wrong. It's NWOPod. NWOPod. Oh, yeah, I've been tweeting the wrong motherfucker all this time. NWOPod. NWOPod. That's the website. Twitter is the NWOPodcast. We really have to pay to renew it. I swear to God. Okay? No, we're going to pay. It's my bad. You did text me that. And I said I was going to take care of it. Ricky has all the NWO fucking business cards, and he won't use shit to pay a bill. Fuck that, man. I want to see the no, money. But we money have cool up. new shirts. It's awesome. Son of a bitch. I love okay. it. my guys. <laughs> now, guys, I love what, it. Uh, Ben, what shift would you rather work? 7 a.m. to 3, 9 to 5, 3 to 11, 10 p.m. to 6 a.m.? Fuck. Um, first of all, it depends on what the fuck I'm doing. But mm. if I want to choose the actual shift, I might be inclined to choose 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. Because if I get off at 3 p.m., I still might be able to knock out an errand or two and still have an errand or two less to worry about on my weekends. I thought you were going to say knock out another job. I was going to say, Ben, don't you fucking dare. Hell no. Okay, all right. 
My slaving uh, days are over. <laughs> Hassan, 7 Apparently. to 3, 9 to 5, 3 to 11, 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. Whichever one got the less white people. <laughs> <laughs> and we know management typically works in the morning, so you, you give me that overnight shit. <laughs> Whichever one got the less crackers on it, I'm good. Just, <laughs> <laughs> that just makes me think, right? Whichever like, one all got of, the less crackers on it. <laughs> <laughs> crackers don't work overnight. That's for niggas. That's for niggas and Hispanics. Crackers don't work overnight. They get their coffee. They come in the morning. Good morning. How you doing? Chipper. I'm out of here at three. And then they go. It's the niggas that stay overnight. We watch YouTube. We listen to podcasts. We go, we go take naps in our car. It's niggas that work overnight. This nigga's describing the nigga experience overnight for real. If you don't sleep on break on the overnight shift, you're not a real nigga, bro. <laughs> niggas sleep. Oh, my God. Ricky, what's your preferred shift, brother? 7, seven to 3? Yeah, yeah, 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. I like to get up early um, and get home early. <laughs> <laughs> get me up early and up out of there ASAP. What's your preferred shift, Chris? Uh, The 24-hour shift. Come on. You know what I'm saying? Hotline bling anytime. Yeah, man. I believe his high ass. <laughs> I've done a 24-hour shift with this nigga. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> Remember, nigga? We you wake up in the morning, up. spend the whole day together, go out, yeah. spend a night on South Beach, <laughs> with no, no sleep, nigga. I slept with this nigga on South Beach, like, literally oh, on... All right, never mind. I keep trying to save his <laughs> lives. I don't know why he won't turn up the fire up. We Bridges, all friends. Friend. Never mind. We all whoa, friends bro, here. Whoa, whoa, never whoa, mind. Whoa, he won't turn the fire up. Oh, man, you on your chill. Me, you, and CJ, nigga. <laughs> Me and him go back. This is my brother, okay? Just like I'm saying, I, there's a BC for before Christ and before Crystal. So BC, <laughs> Chris, <laughs> is different. <laughs> this is Chris BC. Okay, that's before Christ, before Christmas. This is BC. Everything we talk about right now is BC. You feel me? This nigga's done. Mama Chablo, if you listening, this nigga's done. It's BC, bro. Yo, bros, that was a brilliant. We gonna talk about that at Thanksgiving dinner, bro. That's fucking hilarious, bro. Okay. Oh shit. The shades are off. Chris is done. This is done. Wow, dog. All right. This next dish or that, which one? <laughs> Yo, Chris is finito, bro. <laughs> because it's so true. <laughs> okay. What had the most traumatic movie death? The options here are set it off. That's a toughie. Menace to society. Boys in the Hood with Ricky, Best Man Holiday, never seen it, or Hardball with G-Baby. I've never seen that either. But Mia died in uh, Best Man Holiday. Uh, Tashawn died and set it off. Kane died in Menace to Society. Um, it, I w- for me, it's always going to be the Ricky scene. Um, <laughs> 80% of the people that greet me and meet me, it's Ricky! Like that That's like You know And even as a child Growing up Like you watch that shit With your friends Or your cousins They're like Damn dog Can you imagine If that was you 
That'd be crazy, Ricky. You know, I always felt so bad that the mother immediately blamed Ice Cube. That was terrible. What did you do? Yeah, like, yeah. That's, that's a shitty up. feeling. How you blame yeah. Doughboy? Why you blame Doughboy? Just died. It's, what did you do, nigga? It's not always Doughboy. And now hindsight, they should have fucking blamed Cuba Gooding Jr. Sure, ass. motherfucker. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> coke snorting ass nigga. <laughs> <laughs> they should have blamed his ass. Yo, uh, all intents and purposes, I seen this nigga the other day. He was with a white girl. <laughs> this nigga did not learn his fucking lesson. He was like, hey, hey, bitch, here, here. I was like, yo, ain't you out on the charge? Dead ass serious, man. I seen him the other day. He's still with the white girls. He's still acting shenanigans. Oh, but go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, he wild. As he, soon he as wild. you mentioned Cuba Kennedy Jr. My eyes <laughs> perked up. You saw me? You heard the sirens? <laughs> That's funny. As funny. Yeah, he, was at the, he was at the party, and he, he stood up on the fucking stage and said, Somebody suck that dick to that baby's dick. <laughs> Somebody suck, suck that, that baby's dick. Bro, the Something's most is wrong with that motherfucker. Yeah, so he dog. wild, man. He wild. If, if you follow the NWO podcast on Instagram, you know we post wild shit on our, our stories and on our page all the time. Most DMs we ever got was the day I posted Cuba Gooden Jr. on our Instagram story with the KFC bucket on his head. <laughs> Bro, I promise you, we had like 80 DMs that day. Just random see. shit like Whatever it is That nigga did that shit He did that shit <laughs> That's sad bro But he's Believe it He's a hell of an actor no. Believe it he did He's not shit. belonged to us For a very long time no, no. That's why it was so I, It was ironic as fuck Him playing OJ him? I mean can you blame him They killed, they killed Ricky man yeah. He left the hood That's the fuck out of there That's boys in the hood too The nigga never came back Nigga <laughs> <laughs> changed his life Homeboy got killed He out Went to Beverly Hills Duh. Man for me It has to be set it off That lady had kids bro And she was a little slow I felt so bad. I need the money. Yeah, 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 he just yeah, yeah. felt really terrible for that one. That was sad. That was sad. I, I cried when G Baby died, bro. I never, I never watched Hardball. Thank God. Yeah, I was sad. I was Kane a was a pretty boy though. He didn't deserve oh, that man. death. It was, it was a gurgly blood. Like he gurgled in. blood. He had it coming a little bit. I mean, I never seen. He was about like, that life. Look at that gangbanger. He was about that life. Okay. We have now reached my favorite part of the show, uh, our DM Diary segment. It is when, ladies, you submit DMs from pigs and weird niggas, and we read them to give them uh, the fucking attention that these fucking niggas were looking for. Oh, pass me the Henderson. Oh, please. Oh, please, 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 absolutely. Indulge. Do we tap the bottle again? Or? No, 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 no. Come on, man. I'm sorry. I got introduced to some niggatry today. You tap the bottle before you open it. Before you open it, you tap it. You tap the shit. Can't tell you why, but you just do it. All right, Ben, pop off. Hey, weird ass niggas. You thought you was going to send us DM and just be straight? Thought nobody was going to see it, huh? All of us saw that shit, bro. You weird as fuck. You should go to jail. With your weird ass. Yeah. Hey. Hey, oh. You are a weirdo. weirdo. Sending pictures of your dick. <laughs> we go tell. We go tell. Your secrets. Oh, oh. Your secrets. Now save <laughs> with us. Say we uh, we gon' tell, we tell your secrets. Oh, oh, you just became a victim of the DM, DM diary. diary. You are a big 
baseball. Check for a second. A lot of pe- a lot of people that that I rock with, they were surprised I did this show, right? Yeah, and I'm I was surprised. like, nigga, I laughed. Oh my bad. I was like, nigga, I got a sense of humor. I laugh too. Yeah. I was like, niggas don't think that I can that you can laugh joke and shit. Like I'm Michael next twenty four seven. Nigga, I like to laugh too. Exactly. Even. But when, I mean, even if a nigga Michael X, bro, like you still want to laugh. My fucker can't laugh. Nigga, my belly tickles. I like jokes too. <laughs> goddamn it. Yes, shit. Okay. Calm y'all ass down. So, so you know. To keep our women safe, we never introduce who sends it, right? But I'm just going to read how creepy this shit is. It says, yesterday, 10 p.m. Hey, how are you this weekend? It says, 2.15 p.m. Can you talk to me, please? <laughs> 2.39 p.m. What are your obvi- What are your hobbies? Because obviously, <laughs> because obviously, if you don't want to talk, I want to talk. Mm-mm. He sends her a video. From and here's a Twitter page, twittercom slash pornmansion four. Oh so we can only imagine what's on the link. Mm. Two forty three p.m. It says, "Do you like oral?" Mm-mm. Okay. Two fifty six p.m. So are you saying <laughs> if I can't send you porn like at all? <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. What the fuck is wrong no, with you? Niggas? What she's saying is, stop texting me. When was the last time she responded, bro? She never responded. A queen. Is she, is she a thirst trapper? No, these are these Regu- are regular, regular girls. Okay. Okay, That's but listen, Hassan, brother Hassan, what I would say to you is this. If I'm listening to this episode, you said that, my response would be, even if she is. No. She never responded ever. A queen. Ever. But. That's, listen. Window one, closed, two, three, bitch. Four, five, six, no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not agreeing with it. I'm asking what type of... What, I'm no, putting no. it in context. Yes. Is she one of them selling pussy or... No, but everybody here are people who just listen to the show. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. So okay. that means... Yeah. I need clarification. Beautiful. Regular people who... Regular, ask, regular girls. Okay, yeah, this gotcha, next okay. one comes from somebody... Whoa, whoa, wait, wait, don't go to the next... Wait. Oh, because no, we got to dissect dummy. this nigga. You're a fucking dumbass, bro. <laughs> what are your hobbies? Because obviously, if you bro, don't want to talk, I do. Guys, bro. sending porn is not a shot. Fam. That's not a shot. That does not count as a shot. After he's already sent four messages. Then he sent the shot. That means he knows the it's game's over. canceled. It's Hold over. on. Have she seen the messages? Does it say seen? She saw them because she sent them to us. Yeah, but you can't tell because it doesn't say. No, no. She on, saw them. On Instagram, it could, it could uh, show you. This is Twitter. Twitter. This is, oh, yeah, you, you know you, when she's you, seen them on still. Twitter? You know how you know? I'm a, tw- I'm a Twitter. Uh, I know everything about Twitter. If there's a green check mark. But this screenshot doesn't show us. But she saw them because you have to open them to send them to us. But on Instagram, you don't. Instagram, you can see the messages and then approve if you want to yeah, see it show it or not. Yeah, so that's why I was trying to like just trying to get context. We still want the whole context. Thing. We still want the. You got to open it first, please. Thank you. This right here is from a friend of mine on Facebook. Oh, this weird ass nigga. It says October 29th. Can I ask a favor of you? Mm-hmm. July 7th. Can I ask a favor of you? Mm-hmm. September 22nd. Can I ask a favor of you? <laughs> October 4th. Can I ask a favor of you? Today, can I ask a favor of you? And then she says, what type of favor you've been asking damn. since 2016? Goddamn. He's been asking since 2016. Block him. Right? 
<laughs> he says, can I show you my thing to get your opinion of it? <laughs> and then, and then he, she goes, what thing? He says, my penis. <laughs> and she says, bye, sir. He said penis. Yo, he was literally writing, I guess I should have said the years, but it was since 2016. Can I ask a favor of you? Listen, Repeatedly. Bro, I, like, these DM diaries are just a constant reminder to me as a man how fucking lame, garbage, and sorry just, the male species is. Like, this is sad as fuck. You, like, but, wait, but, but hold on, hold on. Wait, the man sad, got some... Dog. You realize his shot worked, right? Don't advocate, brother. No, no, I'm not advocating. I'm, I'm bullshitting right now. I'm not advocating. I'm not advocating. Before you go, before you go, <laughs> I, I want to silence this nigga with this bullshit. Go ahead. How, how? I'm definitely not advocating. How, how, how? How did, how did that shit work? Because he didn't get the pussy, he didn't get her number, he didn't get shit. So he said that was his fucking goal. He's probably beating off to her replies, nigga. (laughs) The anticipation is killing him. So again, I say to you, every day that we read these DM diaries, I am ashamed of the male species because of this this bullshit. Like, come on, nigga. Stop replying. Ain't you about to reply? Like sometimes you gotta. Sometimes the replies. If you don't want to fuck, don't reply. It's simple. Sometimes it's the like replies one, goes to show you how far these niggas is willing to go just to get anything out of you. Bitch ain't gotta say I'm gonna fuck you or give you my number just because I said ha ha. Nigga keep going. Like nigga, how far are you gonna go, nigga? You don't got the number. You ain't getting no pussy. You're not getting a date. You ain't getting a picture. You ain't getting a shit. But, you see, still, but what if the brother on, really? I'm, I'm just bullshitting. I'm just bullshitting. That's the goal. <laughs> what if the brother really wanted to check out his again. growth? What if he got a dick pump? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Throughout the years, <laughs> he been really pumping and pumping, pump and he just he just wanted an honest <laughs> opinion. So he just wanted an honest analysis <laughs> of his penis. Here's what niggas, I respect. <laughs> Some niggas just send the dick. He's been asking for years. Hey, let me get a favor. Let me get a favor. Let me get a he favor. might have changed his diet, lost some weight. Maybe he can see his dick now. Some sea moss. Some sea moss. You feel me? You get what I'm saying? That nigga want to man. Tell me. I'm a shit look. Is it ashy? I mean. That's crazy. I'm just bullshitting, though. I don't support that rest of shit. Oh, my God. Okay, so this next DM is amazing. Because oh my God. this comes from a Twitter nigga that we all know. Shocked us. Shocked us. Shook us to our core. Okay? I'm not going to release his name. Nor will I release hers. But boy, this nigga be tweeting. That boy be out here. Boy, listen. This boy be out here like he a regular part of that real nigga community. But he is now part of our community. Meow. Hey, shame on you, motherfucker. I know I know you listen. Shame on you, nigga. Clown of the week after this, man. <laughs> Wait, what's the hold on? Can't get clown of the week now. I don't give a fuck. Another one bites the dust. All right. His, 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 his where it starts. Right? Oh, that's a lot of scrolling. Damn. Whoa. Okay. All of it. All of it. Okay, so it says, he says, come by and finish this bottle with me. And I'm <laughs> and I'm <laughs> cooking <laughs> with the eyes. Skirp, skirp, skirp. Right? Wait a minute. You said he said he said. What do you mean? No, 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 no. I'm sorry, my bad. It's it's he's come on. He's text. He's he's um. He started. Woman. He started. All right. He he, he initiated. Says, come finishes. Come by finishes bottle with me, and I'm cooking eyes. She says, "Well, Dad, hello to you too." Four cry faces. Man, I'm bored. He says. She sends an an interested face. He says, "I apologize." She says, "You good." 
He says, wait, how I spell your name again? Is it blank, blank, or the other way? She doesn't respond. He goes, damn, that's it? <laughs> she corrects how to spell her name. And then she asks, sir, aren't you married? And he said, let me tell you something. <laughs> and I don't want to come off rude at all. She says, okay. Nigga explaining. He says, don't question me like that. Quote, unquote, sir, are you married? I just had my homegirl from work over here the other day just to smoke with me. I have restraint. I feel really sorry for you women because it's a myriad of y'all who think a man only wants you in the presence to get you little, to get into your gully holes. (laughs) She says, and that's fine, but I haven't spoken to you in years. (laughs) And you tell me, come over because you have a bottle. He goes, yeah, not the fuck, no. She says, you should work on your approach if you don't want somebody to get the wrong idea. He says, Jesus Christ, what type of trifling ass nigga do you expect me to be? What? 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 He says, he says, my approach is fine, and I'm sorry if you assume that I would have cheated on my wife. <laughs> But when all you see on TV and, and on here is cheating, I understand. He, She goes, LOL, okay. I wasn't expecting anything. If we were friends, cool. But like I said, I can't even remember the last time we talked. He said, I just ended a friendship with the girl today because I invited her to come over for my birthday. And she came at me the same way you did because you moved here. And she goes, okay, dot, dot, dot. And then after that, it just... He says, I need some medicinal. Do you work anywhere that I can get weed? Do you have any weed? LOL. She goes, no, ma'am. He kept shooting. And then, wait, wait, here's the final straw. He says, come get a drink. She says, no, thanks. He says, jerk, can't wait till my wife get home. I, I remember this. His wife must not be on Instagram. I, I, I remember this. This shit is crazy. Okay, so. <laughs> I saw I can't believe it. Because there, <laughs> so, there are so no, many no, parts. The amount of niggasplaining that went on in that, in that conversation. Niggasplaining. It was a lot of niggasplaining. This is a, a very well-known <laughs> tactic that some niggas like to very use. Very well-known. It, it, it's, it literally comes from the nigga that tries to be unassuming, right? It comes. It, it, you have a nigga who's literally pump-faking. You know, he's just literally throwing just a little bit of bait out just there to just see. to see if you're going to nibble. If you nibble at the first piece of bait, then he's going to send you the rest of the meat, literally and figuratively. Okay. <laughs> Before you continue, you're, you you are on the money. But the before you continue, meat. before what is it? The rest of the meat. The rest, the rest of the meat. <laughs> <laughs> no, come on, it's, it's already there. But before you continue, I'm gonna say this, and you're gonna continue because that's exactly what he's doing. But before he got to that, he was scrolling in his phone looking for any random body because her first response was, "Sir." I haven't spoken to you in, in years. years. So he's literally fishing. Yeah. Yeah. He's going through his phone and looking <clears throat> for bait. Yes, that's why you they, don't respond, baby. No, her responses are amazing. No. She's giving him nothing. Leave which that leads nigga a, in the yeah. dust. No, it gives us content. Fuck what you talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, respond. <laughs> give, give him a little more context. So, they fucked in the past? It doesn't say here. It doesn't look like it. 
Doesn't look like Cause, it. Cause, I, I, cause you know niggas, we double back. We I, double back like a motherfucker, boy. We double back. But listen, listen. This is why I tell you this. Because of, I kind of know how women are, and I, there's a woman in the room. Immediately when you said that, she shook her head no. I don't get the vibe that he fucked. What I get the vibe is that they were cool. Maybe and he, he thought he's mine. Maybe it was they kind were of talking. on the cusp, or he could have. Maybe there was a vibe. But shit. But she's in town. I let me say I got this bottle. I got let me say so I'm about some weed. Get some vices going. She might be down to pull pull up. Whatever. It? It's the Kanye West line. No, no, wait, wait. It's the Kanye West line. Finish that good guy philosophy because you were cooking. Is yeah, it's, okay. It's, to to uh, kind of cap off what Ricky was saying, it's the Kanye West line. I know a couple bitches that owe me sex, and he was trying to <laughs> scroll back. He was trying to yeah. scroll back and trying to find Period. them bitches that owe, owe him, him sex. sex. Period. Now, it, it was it was masterful the way that he attempted to go about this because the attempt once he, was good. Once he sent out that that first piece of bait, she didn't bite, she didn't nibble. He then went into okay, I got to recover. Yes, you know because if I get screenshotted. Or if this woman happens to do enough research <laughs> right. to find out who my wife is and contact her, I can at least say that I mentioned her. Exactly. <laughs> That's that what he did. Niggas playing it. Nigga shit. Fuck nigga shit. That boy cooked. She was, he was never going to mention a wife if she was about that action. Because but because she kind of gave him a push. That's the thing. Now, it's an option play. Yes. You, you shoot your shot. You shoot it. If she's down to cheat, you down to cheat. If she's offended, bitch, I got a wife. Are you crazy? I would never do that. What's wrong with you? Come I on. just had a co-worker over what here the, next, the other day. I just had a bad bitch over here, rated 10. She was on a juvenile video. And then all we do is have drinks. Why would you say I would do that with you? You know what? I just ended a friendship for this kind of shit. Don't you beat another one. Come on. You niggas are creepy. Yeah, um, you got to stop that shit. You niggas are crazy. What's wrong with y'all? You niggas are crazy. You know, where, 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 where the drop we had, at? We had a What's drop What's wrong with y'all? Where the drop at? Okay, wait, here, here you go, here you go. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with y'all? You niggas are crazy. All these people. Yes. <laughs> we, like, these like, aren't strangers. No. We know these people. We know, we know the women and we know the niggas they're DMing about. Like, it, it's really, it's really sad, bro. It's embarrassing. It's really It's amazing. embarrassing, dog. It's a lot because of niggas in the niggas' navy right now that I got to Hey, man. I can't, you I can't look back, at them the same. Go back to the drawing board, tighten up your jumpers. Yeah. I can't look at these boys the same, out here, bro. And on it's top sad, of that, bro. and on top basic. of that, you're looking real basic. And on top of that, if you see yourself, even like maybe 10% of you is capable of stepping out on your marriage, nigga, don't get married, my nah. nigga. You got to say so. Yeah. Bro. You ain't got to bend the knee. Yeah, just don't do it, bro. Wait, so, I mean, wait, I, wait, give yourself a bomb, first of all. No, and say it again. If 10% of you, say it again. If 10% of you feels like you may step out on your marriage, don't bend the knee. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Facts. That's tough. I hold, like, on, I was, hold on, hold on. I like brother Hassan, right nah, now. I, just, I just like brother to add context to everything, right man. Now, he, he has something to say. I just like to add context. I mean, we could blame the niggas all day, but... Let's talk about the society that creates these type of niggas, man. The environment that creates these type of niggas. Let's you feel what I'm saying? Got to blame that asshole, man. I was, you see, here's the thing, right? Because those that same environment mm-hmm. created us. Those That same environment created the niggas in this room. So it's like, I still got to give niggas some responsibility true, for true. their decisions. True. But also... How the brain works is that you and I could watch a car accident, right? 
and then I could walk home and make a bowl of cereal and be good, and you'd be traumatized for the rest of your life. That's reality. It's it's about perspective. It's about perspective, perception. You know what I'm saying? So the things that you've been introduced, that person may not have been in- introduced to. Too you know what I'm saying? Too sure. So that nigga might be watching horse porn. Who knows? I don't. <laughs> I, you niggas still, bro. Like something about my thing is, I think I know people well enough to know that when my vibe just ain't hitting. Like I know people don't because my personality is a lot. I can tell when somebody don't fuck with me. I can't. <laughs> I can't until they don't fuck with me no more. Until they tell me, like, nigga, you too much. I just can't fuck with you. People have told you you too much. Oh yeah, facts. Facts. I've had people tell me I just can't with the black twenty four seven. I'm like, but nigga, you black. People tell me you too black. How am I too black? I'm black. You black. Anybody you genuinely care about did that shit? Yes. I have family members I don't talk to no more. A coon is a coon. <laughs> when you cooning, I don't fuck with you. That's period. Cause cousin, family members cousin, it don't brother, matter. Sister. That's fucking funny. Cousin, yeah. brother, sister, I'm not rocking with it. So you really mean this shit. You know I hear bullshit with these boys. Casket drops. <laughs> like, I've been a nigga for too long. Casket <laughs> dropped. I'm not playing no more, man. Been a nigga for too that's long. Good, I've been a nigga for too long. Casket drop is a good time. You just like I've been a nigga. I like I've been a nigga for too long. We go to like Ashley don't fuck with a lot her friends, family. She don't give a fuck if you talking that cool shit. Shout out to Poochie, man. Man, she don't give a fuck, bro. (laughs) (laughs) She with that shit. I gotta have her on the show next week. Gotta separate you niggas. I'm not uh, Ti getting his daughter tested. Y'all touched on that? We didn't. Ah, Um, no. It's time. Let's talk about it. It's time. Now, okay. Here's what I'm gonna do. I want to let the father of daughters start, Mm -hmm. out of respect. Father right? Spirit. No, no, it's two of them in here. Father Spirit. It's, it's, you know what I mean? I will let, because I will let, because yeah. I don't have the same kind of, you understand, shit. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. You understand? Because I don't, because, like, the story didn't move me either way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't feel moved. I got two girls. Shout out to my daughters, yeah. Zuri and Kennedy. Shout out to my daughters. Both of y'all got two girls. Ari and Malia. So it's yeah. perfect. So, Hassan, as a father, like, like, is that insane? Is, is what T.I. is doing, is that irrational? I think I think it's responsible because the same people who are online saying, fuck you, invading her privacy, you know what I'm saying, going with her to go get tested to see if she's a virgin, are the same people who would say, well, what the fuck you was doing when she got pregnant? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You worrying about rapping. Now your daughter pregnant. You feel what I'm saying? So and sometimes we got to look at people and say, shut the fuck up. I'm doing what's best for right for me and mine and for the community. All together, so I'm I'm all with it, man. You feel what I'm saying? And also, here's the thing about it: what if she was being molested, and that was a way to enter that conversation? Because some people hold that shit in; they won't let their parents know I'm being molested. But if you're taking your daughter to get tested, you feel what I'm saying? Those type of things come out. I thought she was a virgin. What's I going never on? Never even thought about that. Shit. You feel what I'm saying? So some some conversations lead to other things, man. So we can't be so quick. I I, I salute it. 100%. And, and let me give one perspective from the guy who doesn't have any children or anything like that. I only have one take from this. Because it's a black man doing this shit, he receives so much shit. demonization. If this was a black woman or a woman, period, who did this, it wouldn't have even made the fucking social media network. It wouldn't have even made 5 o'clock news, my nigga. <laughs> shit happens every day. Come on, my nigga. But because we have a black man who's being overly uh, uh, included in the lives of his children, it's a problem. Come on, man. Come on, man. Me, me, I I, I do a podcast. I agree with Hassan. I agree with T.I. Me, I'm doing that shit. From the moment 
Maya got pregnant, I'm at every appointment. I'm at every checkup. I'm at every daughter's born. I don't give a fuck what's going on. I'm fucking there. I don't know what the fuck is going on with my fucking child. Um, I'm I'm what you call the overprotective parent. That's just who I am. That's who I have always been, especially today and how the climate is. It, how the climate is. The only thing I would have done different than what T.I. did is I wouldn't have said it on this podcast. And the mm-hmm. thing is, I wouldn't have told y'all niggas on. I would have told y'all niggas, but I wouldn't have said on here. I went and did that shit when she's seventeen. If Me. you listen to it in context, it's not like he was standing he on a soapbox. You know no, what I mean? No, it wasn't. No, it was conversationally. It came out, and we're talking about a few lines here. Like they made a mountain out of a mole. They made a mountain out of a mole. But at the end of the day, but this is where we are, are at as a climate. But I'm absolutely like you said. You don't know, because Maya will tell me today, like, maybe your approach is not the best approach because you're so, like, me as a parent, like, I just, I'm, like, very... You heavy-handed as fuck. I'm a heavy-handed parent. That's just that's just me. Like, it might be a fault to me. I don't give a fuck. This is, this is me. I'm a heavy-handed fuck, parent. It's more good than bad. Fuck that. I- I'm going to tell you what that also brings to light. Because you got a lot of kids who scared to come to tell their parents they're sexually active. And so they might get an STD. Right, and that STD might fluster into something else. We know somebody we went to school with. I don't want to throw the person's name out there, but they had syphilis, and it ate their brain up, and now they're, you know, what I'm saying damaged. Yeah, they're damaged yeah. from that. We went to school with them. I don't want to say the name on mm. online, yeah. but um, the person didn't know they had syphilis. You know what I'm saying? So that opens the conversation up for that. And also, you have a lot of girls who will go and have illegal abortions. We don't know that there's a yeah. lot of young girls who scared to tell their parents that they're yeah. pregnant and they will have a legal because abortion. Because at, at a certain age, you got to sign for them. Yeah. So they go so into this opens, It opens up a lot of doors. And T.I. is an, a public figure in our community. So if he's saying something like that, think about how many black men he sparked to think like that. I need to be more aware of what my daughter's doing. So. Because here's where my brain went, right? Like As a celebrity, you don't know how many niggas think it's cool points to fuck on your daughter. Niggas aware I fuck T.I. daughter like a badge of honor. Not only that, uh-huh. plus. Like a badge of fucking honor. Just, just, just on here. <laughs> a thousand just, cloud tokens. Just on here. Take it easy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm, talking about, I'm talking about just on here. Like, if it was just the four of us having this conversation, Ben don't have kids, you have a son, you have two sons. If it was just the four of us, y'all not going to be able to understand where I'm coming from. So if y'all disagree with me, I would understand. Is when you have a baby, is Fucking, I'm telling y'all niggas, it's different, dog. I'm this sure. Shit, I'm sure. That's why I'm saying. That's why I'm not. I'm not opposed to you at all. To me, Clifford Harris said nothing wrong. I'm not opposed to you. You at are all. a fucking father, bro. If you are entitled to go to your baby girl's fucking. Um, fucking doctor's appointment and see what the fuck's going and on. Then and then I'm sure they're gonna argue not, about the age. They're gonna be like, "Oh, well, she's old enough." That's my thing. That's fine. But too. you for can me, all you want. If to. I still gotta pay for you and all this shit, nigga. Because remember, last episode I said, Bro, "Any man. pussy under my roof, I'm responsible for." Y'all call me creepy. Y'all <laughs> laughed at me, right? I'm creepy. But now when Ti say, "Oh, I understand," fists. But nigga, every pussy under this roof is my responsibility, whether I fuck it or not. So, like Hassan said, if she gets pregnant at this age. If she gets a, a, a disease at this age, I'm less of a father because I didn't give a fuck. Right. But now I'm being a proactive father. I'm going, where he fucked up in my eyes was probably 
by saying it. Right. And it no, went but he influenced crazy. people. He influenced people. The problem is, is again, in this American system, dealing with our women, I'm not throwing the women under the bus, but dealing with our women, they're not used to dominant black men that say and do what the fuck they mean. When we look at them and be like, shut up. And they, you know what I'm saying? Like, we don't have that complex because women in America know they can call the police on you. You feel what I'm saying? So if they don't, they don't got to listen to you. So they're not used to a dominant man who says and does what he means. So when you have a T.I. who's a responsible father, they look at it like, nigga, you control it. I'm going to end on this. And it's, you know what the crazy part about it is? T.I.'s story will dominate news. That'll be the first story. Four or five stories later, what's the story? Another black girl has been raped and robbed and kidnapped. <laughs> and we'll overlook it. <laughs> and kidnapped. Come to find out that same Nothing. black girl had no father in her life. Nothing. Nobody's protecting looking at. Yeah. Come on, bro. Y- y'all got to fucking realize what the fuck's going on here. I'm yeah. going to You really every can't have it both ways. You got an appointment, bro. And I'm just going to say that that it's not Period. as if T.I. said that he was next to the doctor with a fucking scalpel in a, in a, in a flashlight. Right, right, right. Saying, hey, no, no, no. You got to check this corner over here, what? girl. No, no, it's not. It's not like I he did that. I almost guarantee you, I can almost guarantee you he wasn't even in there. He wasn't he even in, in there. He wasn't even in there. He but probably dropped her off or went with her there waiting in the waiting room. And this is all I got to say. Fuck you motherfuckers who are part of the cancel culture, y'all really need to focus on the real motherfucking issues. All right? On, Stop baby. trying to demonize the fucking <laughs> fathers out there. That Hassan juice. Hassan juice. <laughs> stop really? trying to stop trying no, to absolutely. demonize active fathers, man. Absolutely, man. It's too. It, it, there's Y'all too much a of a side. scarcity. There's pick too much. Side. There's <laughs> too much of a scarcity in black active fathers out here in the culture in, in our society for us to demonize the one that are actually active. T.I.P. Clifford Harris. I fucking side with you, my nigga. Crazy Period. story. I had something. Similar to what you're talking about, but I'm putting it in context. This black girl was yelling at her child. I'm talking about, I'm on one side of the aisle. She's on the other side in Walmart. She's snapping, pussy-ass motherfucker, I slapped the shit out of you. I'm like, oh, shit, it's going to be a fight. I go around the corner. It's a three-year-old. I'm like, damn, sister, don't talk to the baby like that. You feel what I'm saying? That's a baby. Shut the fuck up. We got to start letting black men be dominant. You know what I'm saying? Like, we a village, man. We got to get back to that village mentality. Stop letting your child do bullshit, and when an elder or somebody try to correct them, you try to correct the elder when they try to tell you. Because when a cracker get them, they're going to throw them in jail, they're going to shoot them, and then you're going to be like, my poor baby. You ain't letting nobody fucking correct them on the way up. But there's a negative connotation that's associated with the word dominant. They feel like you have a man who's trying to rule over them with an iron fist. And because black women... I thank God. Black women don't give a fuck about it, nigga. You know, they real ass some, bitches. Some, some, They real ass bitches. They don't, don't give a fuck, fuck about, about it, nigga. I sleep, I sleep peacefully at night, and I thank God every day that I had a conversation with Maya in the very beginning, and she allows me to be the father that I am going to be. And she's that calm, peaceful mom that's going to talk and reason. I'm not like, listen, this is how it's going to be. This is what's going on. This is how... I'm that real parent. I'm not. This is what. Not saying she's not real, but I have a different method of things. This, yeah. this, this is life, my nigga. This is what life deals with. You. Your method of things kind of scares me a little bit. And that's fine. But my the nigga. balance is necessary. The, you have to have no, that yeah. balance because mine is the complete opposite of me. I need the complete like opposite. You. And I thank God she allows me to be the parent that I am. We gotta cook. And I let her cook. I don't say nothing to her when she says three, two, one, time out. I don't. I don't say shit. Like that's your way of dealing with shit. Me, nah, my nigga. This is what how this shit's gonna be. Yeah. And this is how the world is. 
and this is why I'm talking to you this way. This is why I'm saying the things that I'm saying to you. Because guess what? When you're this age, or because of the color of your skin, when when you look at my my children, you don't look. You don't see when you look at both of them. You don't see a, a mixed child. You see a two black girls. You see two fucking black girls. You don't see light skin. You see, you see two fucking black girls. That's what you see. So at the end of the day, you have to understand what I'm telling you is for a fucking reason. And girls like you guys are missing every minute of every fucking day. I wouldn't tell them that right away. No, I'm not <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't start no. with that shit. No, 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 no. I'll give them a stranger no, danger type of man. No, no, no. I don't say that to them. Okay. You've gone too no. far, my no, brother. No, no, no. I don't, You've gone too far. No, I don't say that. You've gone too far. You've gone too far. You've gone too far. I don't say that. Okay. I don't say that, but I'm saying this is my this is the method to my madness. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm trying to protect my I, fucking. I respect kid. it. That's it. I respect it. You know what I'm, saying? I'm, I'm not, yeah, I'm not even gonna lie. Yesterday I went it. to work and my daughter's like, Daddy, I miss you, you always go to work. And I got in the car, start crying. I was like, My daughter missed me. You know what I'm saying? So I know that that yeah, feeling of being yeah. a father, you know Tell what I'm saying? It's different with little girls though, man. I remember when I was locked up, I read a um in Ebony magazine. It was about Song of the Week locked up by Akon. <laughs> I was falsely incarcerated, people. Falsely incarcerated. Me too. I had a suspended license. I shouldn't have been incarcerated. Fuck you, shut up. Ah. <laughs> and I was reading um, a magazine. It was uh, Gabrielle Union. And she was talking about the disappointment because she got raped by a white dude she used to yes. work with at um, Payless. Yes. He got fired and he came back in with a gun and he took in the back and he raped her. And she said the most profound thing about it is when her father came and found out she got raped. She said the look on his face was like one of defensiveness, like, this is not my baby girl. You know what I'm saying? Disappointment. Like, yep. she mm-hmm. said she can't put it into words, but her father never looked at her the same. You feel That's what I'm tough. saying? Yeah, man. That shit. That's so, tough. If you ever listen to Gabrielle's story, and just in general, like, the rape, the miscarriages, like, tough. the stigma of being a black actress that... Bro, she has a crazy story, and I think a lot... That's why a lot of people, like, fuck with her the way they fuck with her, because she's always been, like, no matter what the fuck y'all do, like, this black skin, this is what it is. Like, yeah. Protect hey, black women, man. Bro, Die protecting Gab- black women. Her story is nuts, bro. Gabrielle Union, if, you, if you're listening, you're nuts. more than welcome on the NWO podcast. Pull up. <laughs> ben, do you have any final thoughts for the people? Um, just uh, tell a friend to tell a friend about the podcast. Um, I want to thank Brother Hassan for coming on for uh, yet another episode. Turn up. You know, you're uh, you're a fan favorite. You're a favorite of mine, and um, you're always welcome back. Um, we're on every streaming platform available out there online. And um, make sure to visit nwopod.com. We have a, a current revamp going on to our merchandise, and make sure you check out the website. We got live streaming available on there now. We out here. Uh, speaking of which, Brother Hassan, you have a speaking engagement coming up. Oh, yes. Really yes. excited about it. Give us some more information. Let's talk about it. Uh, so December 7th. Uh, from 12 to 3 at the African American Research Center, I will be doing an uh, in-depth lecture on uh, the hidden history of Haiti, and it's a connection to African American history and world history in general. So a lot of times when we look at Haitian history, we don't see the connection how Haiti has been impactful in every black empowerment movement, down to the Panthers, you get what I'm saying? Down to uh, Kwame Nkrumah and freeing up South Africa and Ghana. Excuse me, Ghana for Kwame Nkrumah. But um, the Haitian Revolution is one of the uh, greatest revolutions that's not spoken about. And I definitely want to put a movie together eventually about the Haitian Revolution, man, and, and, and how powerful it is. 
Um, but definitely, December 7th uh, from 12 to 3 at the African American Research Center, uh, I will be doing a lecture. Please, please do not bring non-African people. And what I mean by non-African people, people who are not victims of heritage to the uh, mid-Atlantic slave trade. Because I know niggas, when niggas get around white people and I start talking the way I start talking, niggas start leaving. They don't want to hear that shit because we so transformed with white people that they get uncomfortable and they fucking leave the room. Don't bring no white people. And it's not because I hate them. It's because y'all niggas going to start acting funny when I start talking my real black shit. So don't bring no white people. Don't bring no non-black people. Leave your Bible at home. Something about the way you're saying it makes me feel like somebody may have brought a white person to one of your lectures before. It had happened before. Oh, Lord. It's happened happened before. How was it? Oh, no, I told a nigga he had to leave. I told him (laughs) that nigga he had to leave. I said, I'm not doing this. (laughs) I'm not doing this. Because, no, real real shit. You brought a white girl to a lecture that's maybe 50% black women, right? Think about that. 75% 75% of those women ain't never going to get married or never have a husband. How disrespectful is that? We, we cannot heal as a people if we keep bringing the people who injured us around us. How the fuck can we heal? You know what I'm saying? That's like me trying to get over being molested, but I keep hanging around with the molester. As African people, we got to separate and say, yo, let's build. Let's get us together. Get our mind straight. Stop being indoctrinated by these crackers and then see what we can do. But first, we got to heal. Period. So don't bring no white people, no Spanish people, none of that to my motherfucking lecture because I will ask the Nation of Islam and security to escort you out that motherfucker. This nigga brought him like, babe, babe, dude, brother Hassan, you have to hear him, babe. He's amazing, babe. You you have to fucking hear him. Get a load of this guy, babe. He fucking hates you guys. It's going to be amazing. (laughs) I'm just being real, man. I'm being real. Niggas, yo, I've had niggas talk that black shit when they get around me. When a white person come around or a non-black person, it's like, well, I don't know, man, because, you know, they lips start smacking, they eyes get big, big, well, you know, not not all, though. I'm like, yo, but you was just saying, you feel what I'm saying? So I don't need that energy around me, man, to the casket drop, man, period. The lip smacking. (laughs) Yeah. It's cool. It's It's cool. With the watermelon. Not <laughs> <laughs> oh, all white people. Ricky, any final thoughts? Uh, I just want to um, thank the nigga Navy in the building. And I want to thank, um, first and foremost, Brother Hassan for coming again. Appreciate you. And not only for coming, but actually supporting us, man. I really, really appreciate you, man. Um, we do appreciate what you do in the community, bro. Like, We're proud of you, man. So, again, thank you for coming through, man. You're welcome anytime, bro. I know you said people, you come on shows and they don't invite you back for a second time. You're working for a third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth. The guy has a sense of humor. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, man, come on. Man. I like to laugh, man. No, man. Like pre-show, post-show, like he's here. Like we have, He has an amazing sense of humor. He's a good dude. Pull up December 7th. If you got anything to add, bro. Like, yeah, you know what kills me? Like when I'm around black people and we going around white people and non-black people, they be like, so this is Brother Hassan, and he's a little. I'm like, nigga, I don't need no introduction. Yeah. I am who the fuck I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's a little, you know. No, they're gonna yo, find out. That shit out. They're like, gonna find out. Like, yeah, man. Like, like, let me be me. Don't give me that. It's like they gotta explain who the fuck no. I am. I ain't gotta explain my blackness. Right. I ain't who the fuck I am. Nah, you know what I'm saying? I like to laugh. I like to joke. But when it comes to some certain shit, yo, I don't play that. Yeah, don't I don't play my black. Period. You know what I'm saying? I just don't do it. Play that. Absolutely. But I think that's everybody. That's necessary. Everybody has like everybody, if niggas are human. 
Hey, but like I'm saying, everybody's like, despite his views and our views or anybody's views, like you're still human at the end of the day. So, no, nah, I just want to say I appreciate you, man. I, 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 all of us here support the movement. Anything you need, let us know, bro. Facts. We'll appreciate all be there it. December seventh, bro. Make sure y'all pull up twelve to three, nigga Navy, man. You guys want to see him live and in action, bro? That's where you need to pull up. Get your tickets. And um, speaking of tickets, we are having an event uh, Christmas Eve. You know what I'm saying? Um, Christmas Eve. Um, if you want to celebrate Christmas with some niggas, <laughs> you might as well celebrate it with us. Uh, if you're going to celebrate Christmas with some niggas, what would you call it? It would be called um, St. Nicholas. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Ain't no St. Nicholas. I love it. I love it. I love it's St. Nicholas. It. So how this Ooh. event is going to go, it's going to be, you're going to have St. Nicholas, which is your your favorite nigga, which is plus Tully. Yeah, he's going to be St. Nicholas. And you're going to have his elves, which should be <laughs> Benesee. That's right. Jermaine uh, and Tito. This King is, Ricky. Yeah. And Chris vehemently denies dressing up as an elf, so he's not going to be elf. But he will be in the building probably providing the tunes and doing what he he's does. He's going to be a roster reindeer. But me and, me and Ben will be, um, um, will be fucking um, elves because we're team know. players, unlike Jamaican Rastafarian uh, Chris Marley over here. I don't know why I let Ricky do this. It's an ugly sweater party. It's Please. An ugly, I was going to get there. Eventually, someday. It's an ugly um, sweater party. So show me your ugly sweater. We're going to have good vibes. It's going to be a good time. Um, so please get your tickets. Tickets will be on sale soon. Um, and also check out the www.nwlpod.com. We got new merch dropping. And yeah, Chris, and all thoughts. the pictures from the Christmas party we have them on the Instagram and on the Facebook Halloween party. Halloween party. Thank you, sir. All the pictures from the Halloween party up on the. You guys did a fucking amazing job. Thank you. Uh, we didn't say thank you. Thank you guys so much. Y'all pulled up. In theme, respected us, and we thank you guys so much. My final thought for the evening is uh, simply this. Fellas, you need to think and ask yourself this. If you're paying all the bills, where the fuck is her money going? <laughs> okay? All right? If, if she's making more money than you anyway, and you're paying all the bills, all she's doing is planning her great escape. Chris, any final thoughts? Great escape. I can do you last. You saw this coming. Come on, bro. I see. <laughs> you see I this the bind you put us in? I honestly thought you were about to end the show. Ah, <laughs> no, nigga. I swear. I was like, all your right. Your ring man. won't save you here, guy. What's chill. your final thoughts, nigga? Um, man, make sure you follow, like, and stream us on every uh, thing available. Send us to your friends and family randomly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it had, like, all of these streaming platforms have this button that says share. Okay? Right. You click share, hit text, send it to whoever. Send it to somebody you don't like very much. <laughs> send it to somebody you love. Whoever you want to. You know what I'm saying? Just spread some niggas out. <laughs> If you made it all the way through the podcast, I truly appreciate you, Brother Hassan. Um, But I also like to thank the brothers behind here, Plus, and all the brothers, Ben, and everybody, uh, for having me back on the show. You get what I'm saying? Because a lot of times we want change in our community, but then we wag our fingers at the people who are trying to bring change. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We... We act like we want to be Chachala. We, we root for Killmonger, but we don't like the Killmonger in real life. And I'm the real Killmonger in real life. You feel what I'm saying? So I thank y'all for having me back on. 
You feel what I'm saying? I truly, truly appreciate that y'all giving me the opportunity to promote my lecture coming up and just having me back on for a second go, man. You know what I'm saying? Because that's real to the culture. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't fuck with what I got to say because they don't truly understand what I'm trying to say. You know what I'm saying? But I thank y'all for having me back on again. I appreciate it. Anytime you want, bro. Anytime. Ben, <laughs> what's our song of the week this week? This week's song of the week comes at the hands of Wale. Uh, last name Falarin, right? Falarin, yeah. MMG, baby. <laughs> the song title is "Black Is Beautiful." Hey, let's do it. Look, black is beautiful. Thank you for listening to the NWO podcast. Is you single, is you good? Can I get into your wet game? Cause you finger look at oh, mm. You can sweep when you put on. I don't mind you body shot, cause you can sleep in my cologne. Woo! Yeah, okay, while I on that other shit, that grown man build up your mind, slide in your stomach shit. Whole hands rarely in public, they never notice this. They might as well tell you we on, we got that golden touch. <laughs> you get it? Fuck with it. They might as well tell you we on, we got that golden touch. Golden touch. It's beautiful, baby. Black is bold. Black is black, true, but black is gold. No. Hey, hey, uh, yeah, yeah. I said black is beautiful, shawty. Black is bold. Black is black, true, but black is gold. Hope you know you inspired a future women for us Don't know your vibe, really Just know that your mother Kenyan Just know that they're melanin Mesmerizing in every picture Got you Hey, Miss Ducky, hey I think your hair is amazing But brain is even greater Don't ever let what people say Ever convince you ain't bae No one hella actors Blackface and try players Got you Hey, Viola, darling I see you shining with Shonda Thought I should rhyme about you Cause you body the monologues and you care about us And get away with murder every time you red carpet Got you Hey Miss Issa Rae Beautiful Senegalese leader with shit to say We should meet today Maybe at our best buy Lawrence Hive, still I'm proud Issa's a savage, actually Issa Knight Black is beautiful, shawty Black is bold 